MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday. It is January 3rd, 2023. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Buffalo Bills defensive back Damar Hamlin was in critical condition early Tuesday after the Bills say he suffered a cardiac arrest on the field following a tackle hours earlier, leading to the indefinite postponement of Buffalo's pivotal Monday night showdown against the Cincinnati Bengals. The statement from the Bills was released. Damar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. In a chilling scene, Hamlin was administered CPR on the field while surrounded by teammates, some of them in tears and shielding him from public view. He was hurt while tackling Bengals receiver T. Higgins on a seemingly routine play and didn't appear unusually violent or that didn't appear unusually violent. Uh, the NFL announced Hamlin's condition shortly after he was taken to a hospital but neither the league nor the hospital released any details about the 24-year-old's medical condition. The team statement was released before its flight back to Buffalo early Tuesday. There was no immediate update about the future status of the game. On the play, the six-foot, 200-pound Hamlin was injured. Uh, Higgins led with his right shoulder, which hit the defensive back in the chest. Hamlin then wrapped his arms around Higgins' shoulders and helmet to drag him down. Hamlin quickly got to his feet, uh, appeared to adjust his face mask, face mask with his right hand, and then fell backwards uh, about three seconds later and then lay there motionless, they said. It's it's pretty wild because usually you associate like a, a you know when I've heard of incidents like this it's been baseball where a baseball hits someone square in the chest yeah or lacrosse as a matter, yeah as a matter of fact baseball there's special uh, undershirt my, my son actually wore right. during his playing days it had a pad specifically over the heart right yeah I'm curious if it was the impact of that or if there was something medically internally right wrong don't with know. his heart yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. football players don't wear heart guards I, I don't well they have the whole. <laughs> Thing shoulder, that goes yeah. over. The shoulder pad kind right. of goes and, and places over, but I mean, you know, he's you're getting hit by a yeah. you know uh, a full a, full man, a full man, yeah, not but a baseball. To so. Kathy's point, and a lot of people, you look at the hit; it seems kind of routine for right. a football game. Yeah. yeah, but when I watched it, like the, uh, I guess maybe the second or third time, I was like, oh yeah, he took a shot right to the chest. Okay, and that was my initial reaction was that you know there was something that like knocked his. Heart out of rhythm. I don't. I don't or, know. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it's um, quite possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, the first thing I thought was uh, was something like that. And then I also I'm surprised that this is the first time something like this is like sure. happened in my memory. Yeah. And I was always curious as to what would happen if somebody died on the uh, on the field. Like you know, right? Uh, what would they do to? And so here, this is this is what they do. They're yeah, like, yeah. All right, we're we're going to suspend everything and go home and. We'll figure this out a little bit later on. Hamlin was treated on the field by team and independent medical personnel and local paramedics. He uh, was taken by ambulance to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, where he's listed in critical condition. I've actually been at a football game and a basketball game where somebody in the in the crowd died, and it was like it's shocking. Wow. I watched somebody last year at the Sixers game, and uh, you know, I, I saw some commotion across, and then I saw this dude getting. 
Uh, but he wasn't a player. Was no, 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 no. But it's, I mean, it's just, it's, it's terrifying. An 87-year-old Philadelphia woman was hit by a stray bullet while ringing in the new year. Police say the woman, uh, the person who fired the shot, uh, who fired it, shot the gun into the air with reckless disregard to where the bullet might land. Uh, it happened just after the clock struck midnight on Sunday in Port Richmond. Mary Gallagher was on her front stoop ringing in the new year with her bell when she felt a sharp pain on her shoulder. She said it felt like she got hit with a brick. Uh, she went inside of her home on the 3400 block of Salmon Street where she's lived for 50 years, already in pain and crying. Uh, she took off her sweater and then made the discovery uh, that the, when the bullet fell to the ground. Uh, police said it was one of two suspected celebratory gunfire incidents this weekend. A bullet went through a window on the 300 block of South 58th Street. No one was hit there. Gallagher ended up getting two stitches uh, for her minor gunshot wound that was uh, partially absorbed by her heavy sweater. She was going to be okay, but she wants to send out a message for those firing off weapons in celebration. She said they are stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, while she may have a point, authorities don't want any celebratory gunfire blanks or not being uh, shot. So keep your guns locked up safely. More information is being learned about the 28-year-old graduate student charged with the brutal murders of four University of Idaho students as they were sleeping. Brian Christopher Koberger now faces four counts of first-degree murder after he was arrested Friday in Pennsylvania, thousands of miles from the crime scene. He is due back in court today. Koberger is a graduate student at Washington State University's Department of criminal justice and criminology. The Idaho murder suspect finished his first semester as a PhD student in the school's criminal justice program earlier in December. Now, a Washington State University student who had Koberger as a TA in his criminology class is shedding light on his personality in class and how his behavior changed after the Idaho murders took place. Uh, while his interactions with Koberger were limited to the lecture hall, Hayden uh, Stinchfield said his grading style was pretty strict. He'd be grading you on what he ended up calling a higher standard, but what it really felt like to us was that he was grading us like he would have graded himself as a PhD student. We were all annoyed by him. In fact, Sinchfield said his professor allowed the students to argue for better grades at one point in the semester to get a courtroom experience. Uh, the murders took place about a month before winter break, and that's when Stinchfield said his grading style took an abrupt, uh, abrupt turn. Around then, he started grading everybody, just giving us 100s. Pretty much, if you turn something in, you were getting high marks, and he stopped leaving notes. Sinchfield described his behavior after the murders as preoccupied and said that he appeared less well-kept and had grown out facial hair. Local police and the FBI tracked Koberger to Pennsylvania through his vehicle. The FBI surveilled the house in the Pocono Mountains for four days prior to the arrest. He is set to appear in Monroe County Court to face his charges, which include four counts of first-degree murder and burglary. It is also the first step in his extradition to Idaho, where he will have another appearance. Police have said they cannot reveal any information, including a motive or further details details about how they tracked down Koberger until he is back in Idaho. As this story was rolling out, excuse me, over the past week, it was like my head was spinning. Every new thing was like, what? It was insane. I know. He went to school around here at one point, right? I thought I read that. Well, he lives like, up in the like Philadelphia. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah, I thought there was some connection to this area. Oh, wow. And I, apparently on, on the trip, like his father went to pick him up. On the trip back, they got stopped twice by police in Indianapolis one for speeding and one for uh, following too closely. So he's transporting the dad, a an alleged multiple wow. murderer, in his car. The police stopped him twice. That's insane. Uh, so he's doing court in Monroe County today, and then I guess he'll he'll go back to Idaho, and and they'll you know there'll be more court hearings. All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs>
The Sixers beat the Pelicans 120 to 111 last night in South Philly. Come on. <laughs> waiting for it. Yeah. Joel Embiid had 42 points and 11 rebounds. James Harden scored 27 and the Sixers beat a Pelicans team that lost their star Zion Williamson to a strained right hamstring. Embiid had his eighth game this season with at least 35 points and 10 rebounds. The Sixers are at home again tomorrow night with the game against the Indiana Pacers. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. The Flyers finished up their road trip through California with a 4-1 win against the Anaheim Ducks. Travis Konechny and Joel Perriman each had a goal and an assist, and the Flyers won their third straight game. Morgan Frost and Scott Lawton also scored, and Noah Cates and Kevin Hayes had two assists to help the Flyers finish 3-2 and two on a five-game trip with all three wins coming in California. Samuel Erson stopped 28 shots and improved to 3-0 in three career starts since taking over for the injured Carter Hart last week. The Flyers are back home on Thursday night and will take on the Arizona Coyotes. The Cincinnati Bengals were leading in the game against the Buffalo Bills when Bills defensive back DeMar Hamlin collapsed and was rushed to the hospital after suffering cardiac arrest on the field. The Bengals led 7-3 in the first quarter of a game between teams vying for top, the top playoff seed in the AFC. The unfinished game has major playoff implications as the NFL enters the final week of the regular season with the wildcard playoff round scheduled to begin on January 14th. Jeff Miller, an NFL executive vice president, told reporters on a conference call early Tuesday that the league made no plans this time to play the game, adding that Hamlin's health was the main focus. And the Eagles, who have lost two in a row to fall to 13-3, and three, are at home this weekend with game against the playoff-bound New York Giants. Kickoff at the link on Sunday will be at 425. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. And welcome back from the break. Hey. Thank you. Likewise. Nice, nice little break and uh, some some decent weather at the end there. And yeah. uh, here we are returning back in a new year, new stuff, new things to give away. New you. And a new you. <laughs> Look at you. You new you. Uh, today, uh, we announced a new Word of the Week prize. We do have a pair of lawn passes for the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion Summer Concert Season 2023. Wow. That's lawn seats, and it gives uh, uh, fans guaranteed access to over 30 of the summer's most incredible concerts that are coming uh, to the Camden Waterfront. So we give that away, Word of the Week prize, on Friday. You know what they should do? They should actually offer seats made out of sod and call them lawn seats. Ooh. Right? Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> nice and comfortable? Yeah. A little more support? Created yeah. from... Sod. sod, yeah, that would be funny if they had piles of sod out there that were shaped as seats, lawn seats, yeah. And if it rains, right. it's yeah. just going to be a little muddy. Yeah, it's, that's you know, all. Sitting in a little squishy spot, so a little mud butt. Yeah, a little mud butt. If you don't mind. had it before. Um, we also have uh, this being a Tuesday, a tattoo day, a chance for you to win a Preston Steve themed tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So get on it. It's a three hundred fifty dollars gift certificate that you could win. Text the word uh, tattoo to 39333 and you'll automatically be entered for it. And you can go to floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram to get some artwork samples and get an idea of what you want. So we'll give that away later on today. Uh, we do have one guest on the program. Our good friend Joe Matarese has got a show coming up at Punchline this weekend. Uh, a couple of shows, actually. A couple of nights and a couple of shows each night. So we'll talk to Joe, uh, see how he's doing around 9 o'clock or so this morning. In the meantime, we're just kind of Catching up with each other and seeing what is happening in our uh, respective worlds and yours as well. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. The entertainment report is up when we return. A stupid question and all that good stuff. We got a lot of chunky stories to throw at you. So hang in there. We'll be back in just a moment. 
Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's give something away. Our first thing of 2023 that we have to give away is a pair of tickets to see Brian Regan, who's going to be performing at the Miller Theater on January 14th. One of the best. The question that I have for you this morning is, what sport... Was Abraham Lincoln a champion in? Yes. 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, call right now. What sport was Abraham Lincoln a champion in? It had to be NASCAR, right? 215-263-WMMR. Don't give it away. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's wait. Get an answer. All right, I'm going to go through some <laughs> birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. Uh, today, by the way, is the third day of January, and turning a year older will begin with a biggie. It's Mel Gibson's birthday oh, today. Oh yes, Mel turned sixty-seven. You know what? And I didn't watch. I didn't watch Fat Man over the break. Oh, I, I oh. need to watch that movie. Uh, <laughs> well, you I, pissed him off. I apologize. You know, he no. gets residuals every time you watch. I know, yep. so I need to contribute a little bit. But. He's, uh, but, <laughs> he's <laughs> listen. He's, you can tell he's in a crotchety mood. Uh-huh. Uh, he is in Casey. I think he's moved into the. Now we we found out why Bruce Willis. Was doing these yeah. multitude of movies that end up direct to uh, cable. Gibson's like in every other movie now. Like yeah. he's doing that sort of thing where he's like, "Are you are you doing a money grab now?" Because you know, I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve, he had five alone in uh, um, 2022. He's got five more upcoming. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. He was in. Did you guys see that Father Stu movie with Mark Wahlberg? I did. <laughs> He's uh, not bad in it. No, and okay. he's great in uh, Fat Man. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I've got to make sure that I get around to seeing that because uh, it, it just looks like it's perfect. I, it just that, that whole that take on Santa. And I didn't watch Violent Night either. i got to see it. I, I watched it. Did you like enjoyed it? Enjoyed it a lot, yeah. What was uh, it on? David Harbour. What's that? What was it on? Uh, it's on, uh, you, you can rent it on uh, um, um, iTunes or all the, the yeah, streaming services. Yeah. Yeah. So Video on demand. Across very platforms. So, all right, Mel, happy birthday. Yep. He's happy now. He's uh, 67 years old today. One of the all-time greats in the world of hockey, Bobby Hull, has his birthday today. Father of Brett Hull. Uh, he's 84 years old. I had a, it was a Bobby Hull slap shot. It was a game. Probably. He, yeah, 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 yeah. I would imagine he had a game named after him at one point. Um, the Bobby! Happy birthday, Bobby Hull. Uh, the lovely and amazing and friend of ours, Danica McKellar, ah. has her birthday today. Queen, yeah. One of the queens of the Hallmark movies? Most definitely. Yeah. Uh, the Object of Desire, right? First got to know her of uh, at, uh, with the Wonder Years as uh, Winnie Cooper. But yes, definitely uh, wonderful and smart uh, gal. And great interview. Always great to talk yes. to you. She's uh, 48 years old today. Uh. Uh, here's one I had a crush on for a long time, Victoria Principal. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I was just watching Dallas. the movie Earthquake, and she is in Earthquake uh, before she got the sh- uh, the show Dallas. 
Man, she's been doing a lot of stuff. Tons of stuff. She was smoking hot, yeah. man. I mean, just gorgeous. Uh, she is 73 years old today. Uh, all right, from the world of music, the great Stephen Stills oh. has his birthday today of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young fame. He's pretty uh, deaf, right, at this point? Uh, you I know what? So. I don't know. Is he? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Okay. He has a really hard time hearing much wow. of anything, especially on stage. Wow. Uh, what a great voice, though. What a, what a wonderful singing voice of, that he has. I love his stuff. I love yeah. I love uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, Crosby, Stills, Nash. Um, and, you know, to watch him play, he's, he's one of the absolute best. Dark Star is a song that I adore. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we worked with a guy named Doug who, I think Crosby, Stills, and Nash were like, like, one, like a top three band for him. But he hated one of the members. Basically said, and I can't remember if it was Stephen Stills or Graham Nash. Basically said, like, doesn't even, like, belong in the band. Doesn't do anything for the well, band. I, I think it was Nash that he did. Was it Nash? For. Okay. Yeah, that he that felt he was kind of useless. Well, I mean. Felt like the band could go on without him and not even miss a beat. Yeah. Huh. But uh, Stephen Stills, both he and Crosby have uh, dudes reputations for for having serious bad attitudes. But great musicianship, no question. Uh, Stephen Stills is seventy eight years old today. Another great musician, John Paul Jones, bassist for Led Zeppelin, of course. And uh, you know that that's a band that is that was full of virtuosos, and he's one that's can that can easily be kind of swept aside in the shadow of Bonzo and Jimmy Page. But that dude's a great bass player, man. So I was watching a uh, a documentary about Led Zeppelin early on when they were you know starting to build up a head of steam. They were by no means. Critical darlings, right? They were um, they were actually dismissed, wow. and then the legend started to grow. So John Paul Jones turns seventy seven years old today. Uh, the oldest person on our list, and we have Bobby Hall at eighty four, actually belongs to Dabney Coleman. Oh my God! And he turns ninety one wow. years old today. One of the greatest uh, douchebag actors, I think. Yes, like he he had a, he had a knack for playing a character. And just coming off as just an a-hole and played it so well. He, well once he found that aspect yeah. to his career, he took off. Because prior to that, he was playing sort of the square-jawed, you know, hero or or the... Oh, yeah? uh, like in the Towering Inferno, he's a firefighter. Yeah. You know, so, but then it changed and everything took off. Oh, uh, the boss in 9 to 5. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Tootsie, he's a douchebag. Yeah, in yeah. War Games, he's a dick in that. Uh <laughs> Uh, on Golden Pond, he's in that movie. Right. He's not really a jerk no. in that, but he plays uh, uh, Jane Fonda's husband. Uh, Why but... didn't you kiss my ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Norman uh, was yeah, the guy yeah, who yeah. took the cake as far as being a dick in that movie goes. Uh, but Dabney Coleman is uh, 91 years old today. Uh, it's Eli Manning's birthday as well, and uh, he turns 42. It's hard to like that guy, but, but I you do, do like don't you? I do. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, just some... You know, off of the football field, he's done some pretty... He's pretty funny. Like, he and Peyton, I think, have, like, great personalities and they, end up, you know, being good, like, spokespeople for, for products. They have that ability. Yeah. There's more to them. And then the last birthday, uh, the very lovely and talented Florence Pugh ah. has her birthday. Yes, she is in the uh, Marvel Universe. Popped up in uh, the Black Widow movie. Uh, and she, you know what I, I started watching a little bit of, and I guess I want to go ahead and, and see, even though I don't know what the critical take was. But I, I saw a part of Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I, I watched I, it. I came, was it good? Yeah. I, I thought, um, okay. is it is it Stepford Wives-ish? Yes, it is. Okay. 
Yes, it is. And I, that's all I will say. All right, all right, here's the deal. It's the unofficial story of Dabney Coleman. I, I went into it not knowing anything about the movie. I, I literally, I knew nothing. I was like, right. oh, it's just set in the 50s. And as, like, it, you know, things were unfolding pretty early on, I go, oh, there's something going on here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's going to be in the next Dune movie, uh, by the way, and in Oppenheimer as well. So she, her her star is, uh, she's very, very sought after Absolutely, right now. yeah. And if you've never seen Midsummer, <laughs> <laughs> that is a... That's several levels of messed up. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, she is celebrating her 27th birthday today. All right. Let's see if someone knows the answer to the super question. What sport was Abraham Lincoln a champion in? I will tell you this. It is not NASCAR. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Angelo. See if we can get the answer. Angelo, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, my man. All right, so, uh, indeed, what was the uh, sport that Abe Lincoln was a champion in, please? Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> that is correct, Angelo. Hang on. He was known as the nut buster. <laughs> and that he was, was his signature yeah, move. Yeah, he'd yeah. jump off the turnbuckle. Uh, <laughs> Angelo, come out to blaring chamber music and the crowd would go nuts. Yeah. Not Buster, not <laughs> Buster, not Buster. Not. It was Abraham Lincoln before he decided to get into politics. Uh, so, uh, Angelo, <laughs> hang on. You just got yourself a pair of tickets to see Brian Regan. You want to see some nuts, Buckman? Uh, Brian Regan, January 14th at the Miller Theater in Center City. And some tickets remain. You can go to WMMR.com for more information. It's a different kind of professional wrestling back then. All right. Uh, I'm sure you saw this, but um, Jeremy Renner of the Avengers fame was airlifted to a hospital in uh, Nevada on Sunday uh, following an accident involving a snow plow. One of his neighbors said the plow accidentally ran over one of his legs, causing him to lose a lot of blood. Uh, the Hawkeye actor's rep said that he is in critical but stable condition on Sunday night, adding that his uh, family is with him, uh, is receiving excellent care. So I saw a little update this morning that he's already had two surgeries. Yes. And uh, he's in stable condition right now, but it was a severe injury. Uh, Renner lives near Mount Rose Ski Tahoe and has posted videos to social media showing him clearing out snow after storms in the past. Uh, he had captioned a video. Uh, shared from last year that said, I have so much respect for Mother Earth and Mother Nature. I expect to lose the fight, but I'll always give it my best shot. Tahoe life and snow thrower with a hashtag. So this place is beautiful, as you would imagine. And uh, it isn't a place that becomes inaccessible unless you have like real heavy equipment to clear the snow. And there's a there's a picture, I think it's on his Instagram, of him standing in a an area that he had just cleared, and the snow is up like 11 feet. So it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, when you get out that way, it yeah. gets real intense. So uh, the good news is is that he is, uh, you know, he's in stable condition and hopefully won't have any lasting lingering effects. But no word on exactly how the incident How that would happen, yeah. So we'll see. I'm assuming someone else was driving or something. I don't know. Or perhaps got out of the vehicle and didn't realize it was still, yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll find out. Um, Yesterday, Ellen DeGeneres shared a touching clip from the last episode of her show to Instagram in honor of her longtime friend and co-star, Stephen Twitch Boss. Uh, She said, I will forever be grateful that the show ended with Twitch by my side. Uh, he uh, passed away, uh, took his own life uh, on uh, in December. He was only 40 years old. We were all just blown away by that. 
Uh, in the clip, which originally aired uh, in May of 2022, Twitch shared what he appreciated most about being a part of the show. Uh, writing, what I'm feeling most of all is grateful and thankful. Everybody put so much care into the show because you stepped out in courage and we appreciate you. Uh, he had said this to Ellen. And he said, and I'm so grateful that I got to be a part of this and a part of the family. Um, Ellen responded by sharing how the pair always said, I love you to one another. Every time they say goodbye, the atmosphere is family, she had added. Courtney Love was almost Fight Club's Marla Singer before her role eventually went to huh. Helena Bonham Carter. Huh. But the whole front woman revealed that a tense conversation with Brad Pitt led to her losing the role. While joining Mark Maron for an interview, <laughs> uh, Courtney claimed that she, quote, went nuclear on Pitt after the actor uh, and director Gus Van Zandt had pitched a Kurt Cobain movie to her. She said, I wouldn't let Brad play Kurt. I went nuclear. I don't do Faust. Faust, uh, who the F do you think you are? And she added that she had told Brad, I don't know if I trust you, and I don't know that your movies are for profit. Uh, they're really good social justice, move, justice movies, but if you don't get me, uh, you kind of don't get Kurt, and I don't feel like you do, Brad. Okay. So she revealed that after the conversation she was fired, after that particular conversation, she was fired from Fight Club. Uh, Pitt's co-star Edward Norton, who was Love's romantic partner at the time, was the one who had told her the news. She said he starts sobbing, and he was like, I don't have the power. Uh, but a source close to the film shared in a statement to Billboard, uh, nearly 25 years ago, Courtney Love auditioned for a role in Fight Club, a role she was never offered at any point. You cannot be fired for a job that you didn't get. It's common knowledge that roles are not decided by other actors, but by the director. She was always adamant that uh, the role of Kurt Cobain should have been played by Louis Anderson, oh. but um, a lot of people disagreed with that. So yeah. there was a follow-up to this story uh, that she posted on Instagram. I think this came out yesterday. She wrote, hi, regarding the story that I told Mark Maron, uh, a story I was never going to tell. Uh, Brad pushed me a bridge too far. I don't like the way he does business or wields his power. It's a simple fact, and it started during the production of Fight Club. I understand how much a game of roulette casting is. I'm not here 22 years later bitching about losing a part, playing someone's side piece in a movie. On the podcast, I recount the day that Brad and Gus Van Zant called me for lunch and tried to blackmail me over my role for the rights to a film about Kurt. I lost my S on them, and by 7 p.m., I was fired from Fight Club. Uh, well, that would have pissed me off, too. She said, uh, every word of this is factual. This it was always a secret that I was fine keeping. It's a movie, indeed. I passed on better roles than that. Who cares? Uh, the point is, Brad kept on stalking me about Kurt. Now, she went on to post that as recently as 2020, she and Brad Pitt had another discussion about a Kurt Cobain film. She said, it's because I'm in recovery and resentment is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Uh, I was over being mad about it. Plus, I heard that Brad was dealing with the same demon, so we might both have changed our spiritual worldviews. Not to be, she said. Uh, it's not just the Zoom I had with Brad in 2020 where I said no to Plan B Films and Brad producing it. It's that I said no on the Zoom and that was not enough, and I was not heard. I was ignored. I had no plans to bring it up with Mark Maron, but it came up. I told the story because I felt Pitt would not stop pursuing Kurt unless I said it in public. So there you go. There you go. I don't know. For whatever. For so the not dating. For whatever it's worth. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he doesn't want to play Kurt now, right? No. He's way too old to play that role. I, mean, I think he would be, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so, I don't know what the story and is, and I don't know what to believe, so. Maybe another one of those sort of fantastical things where he survives and doesn't die and goes oh. on to live as, you know, that sort of spin on it. Yeah. Never know. Maybe put him in space. That could work, too. Kurt Cobain yeah. in space. Yeah. Space Force. Yeah. Captain Kurt Cobain. I mean, I know it's a stretch. Uh, well, there's a video that surfaced uh, over the weekend, and it showed uh, Dana White of UFC fame preparing to strike his wife during an argument in a nightclub Whoa, on New Year's Eve. We should, we should have an audio of this, yep. uh, Marissa. Yeah. Uh, the UFC president has issued a statement stating that there is no excuse for his actions. TMZ published a video of the altercation with White and his wife, Anna White, appearing to argue before Anna struck her husband leading Dana to strike her back multiple times. Uh, the situation took place at a nightclub in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. And we have a clip of him talking about this. Yes, his, his apology. Here we go. There, there was definitely a lot of alcohol involved, but that's that's no excuse. I literally am making no excuses for this thing at all. It's never happened before. It's the first time that it's ever happened. And people are going to say what they're going to say. And whatever people do say, uh, it's deserved. I deserve it. It, it, it happened. I, I don't know why it happened. And, uh, you know, my wife and I have apologized to each other. We've apologized to our kids. And uh, you, you, don't, you don't put your hands on a woman ever. So they've been together for like 30 years. They've, been, they've known each other since they were kids. And, uh, yeah, that's he's, he says, and she released a statement as well, saying that uh, there's no love lost between them. Yeah, there you go. I don't know, but uh. you're not supposed to do that. You know, you do not do that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't hit your husband either. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, out of nowhere. So don't go, people. Don't start. Don't hit each other. I, I, whatever happened to that thumb wrestling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Thumb wrestling. One, two, three, yeah, four. You decided. One, I declare thumb war. Yeah. And no, exactly. no sneak attacks with the index finger. Do you, do you, on you, that, think, by the do you way. think one yeah. marriage counselor ever suggests thumb mm-hmm. wrestling? And it's sitting right there. Okay, if someone uses sneak attack with the index finger, don't yeah. like it. Then you can hit them. Yeah, yeah. okay. That, then that, you can hit. Them. You can That's shoot okay. them. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know what, Steve? Can she slap? How can she slap? That's right. She did slap. Yeah. Right? All right. So, and then he slapped back, like, Nobody several see, times, which is... How can she slap? Yeah, Take exactly. a little time off. You forget sometimes where your house, how can she slap button is. <laughs> uh, disgraced former Nickelodeon star Drake Bell and his wife, Janet Von Schmeling, are going their separate ways after four years of marriage. The pair are headed for divorce, and Bell has begun treatment. This is according to Page Six. This guy is pretty troubled. Yeah, this comes after the Drake and Josh star was seen huffing balloons in his guitar in his car in December with his young son in the back seat. Uh, all right. A source from the outlet... Uh, now, I know kids like balloons, but that's now you. That's said right that what you do. Von Schmeling has had enough. Von Schmeling? Yep. Uh, Bell also pleaded guilty and was sentenced to two years probation and 200 hours of community service for child endangerment. That was back in 2017 after a woman had accused him of sexually abusing her when she was 15. Uh, she had said during her hearing he was calculating, he was preying on me and sexually abused me. He is a monster and a danger to children. That doesn't sound good. You know, early on in his career, I guess, or just after the show, I think he assumed he was going to become like a pop star, yeah. like a musician. Yeah. And it didn't quite break that way. Yeah, he wrote and the theme song for that show and he played oh, music really? on yeah. the show. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, I didn't know that. That's him singing uh, that, uh, that theme song and he wrote it. Too. And he became very pissed off because yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. On Monday's episode of Good Morning America, Robin Roberts shared that she and her girlfriend of nearly 18 years, Amber Lagan, are going to get hitched in 2023 this year. 
Uh, she said, I'm saying yes to marriage. We're getting married this year. Uh, she added that the pair talked about marriage in the past, but decided to pull it off once uh, Lagan was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2021. She's beaten cancer twice. And uh, the plant juice oils founder finished radiation therapy in 2020. So they are going to get married this year. I'd love to see Von Schmeling be the maid of honor. Good for them. Uh, Somebody's getting married. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, Angela Bassett's 16-year-old son, Slater Vance, issued an apology on Instagram yesterday for participating in a TikTok trend in which one falsely claims that a celebrity has died and films another person reaction, uh, person's reaction to that news. Vance, and this is where he messed up big time. He's, yeah. Vance told his parents that Bassett's Black Panther co-star Michael B. Jordan no. had died. And this is someone that they know, that yeah. she knows very well. So the difference That's is crazy. you're sitting in um, Little Rock at your kitchen table yeah. and you say, hey, Ma, Dabney Coleman died. Right. Mom doesn't know Dabney Coleman. Or right. Consider- so this is a coworker and a friend. Yep, yep. So that's really bad. It's stupid to begin with, but I, it is. I will say, because I watched this, I didn't realize it was Angela Bassett. Yeah. I saw her reaction. I just, I thought it was just some woman. I had no and idea. And there's a history of death on that uh, uh, uh Yes. Yeah, so that would, uh, yes. Yeah, that would line right it, which has with Bowman dying, uh, that would absolutely be something she would be shocked by, but not, you know, yeah. like it could be within the realm of possibility. Absolutely. I know uh, senses of humor are highly subjective, but can we just agree these are categorically not funny? Yeah, they're <laughs> it's, not. It's, just, it's a, a terrible trend. Please make it stop. Yeah. Uh, it's, to me, it's right up. No, it's a notch worse than the I've just been heavily medicated during dental surgery uh, and I'm going to say dumb stuff. At least that Got was it. That was rooted in some yeah, humor. That was like, funny for initially, a while. Initially, yeah, I, I found that to be amusing, yeah. and then it just got played out or whatever. But this is, I, I, I don't see the humor in this at all. Yeah, so he had apparently... Uh, There's his, just some lines you don't cross. His, <laughs> see? <laughs> Bill Cosby gets it. All right. Okay, you have a Bill Cosby story, The next right? story is okay. a Bill Cosby right. story. Yeah. All right, so anyway... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had said, I would sincerely like to apologize. I would like to apologize <laughs> to <laughs> Jennifer Gardner. And her no. pool boy. Uh, no, I would like to sincere. I would sincerely like to apologize to Michael B. Jordan's entire family, his extended family, and him directly, as he is an idol of mine. Vance said in the video, and the skull sealer. He said, "Take Chrisagon, yeah, Chrisagon, uh, the skull sealer." I apologize to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations, Chrisagon, the philosopher of evil, and the skull sealer. I'd like to apologize to Jennifer Garner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. Okay. I forgot about the beauty in that clip. Yes. The skull sealer. Uh, and, uh, yes, the skull sealer. Uh, but he had said, I don't wish any bad ramifications of this, of my actions upon his family nor my parents, as they deserve none of this backlash. So, yeah, dude. That's- he was... Re- he he oh. was... Properly remorseful because yeah. it's just an f. Up. Here's here's a tacit suggestion: anything you see trending on TikTok, don't do it. Hey, by the way, so I didn't see the video, and I have no idea how old this kid is. He had it. He took it down immediately. He's probably sixteen. Okay, it's young enough to yeah, yeah. not know that that was really right. stupid. Probably. I mean, you're basically saying a coworker to your mother. Yeah, yeah, and a friend. All right, so another Bill Cosby accuser has filed suit against the actor. 
claiming that uh, he drugged and sexually assaulted her in 1986 when she was 21, according to New Court Papers. <laughs> it, was, it was during the Cosby Show, right? Yep. Stacey Pinkerton claims the 85-year-old uh, Cosby Show star groomed and manipulated her into believing that he was trying to help her career as a model and actress before he allegedly raped her in March 1986. Supposedly his M.O. According to Manhattan Supreme Court lawsuit on Friday. Uh, Pickerton says the comedian gave her money, set her up in a hotel, even had her act on an episode of his show, though the scene was ultimately cut from the episode. Uh, but one night in March that year, he uh, Cosby's assistant had Pinkerton meet him at an Italian restaurant in Illinois where he drugged her meal without knowledge before forcing her into a car and carting her off to a room at the Drake Hotel in Chicago. Great place. Try the Ginichetti. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pinkerton escaped hours later when Cosby was sleeping. Um, so, man. So, look at know. his age. Look at what's happening I, I mean, my guess is he'll cast off this mortal coil without ever really being held accountable. Listen, I don't know, but it seems to me there's all these fires, and it seems like he has a bad history with this. Yep. And so... Um, a, a known history. A known history. Right. Or at least amongst uh, some of the entertainment circles. I mean, that's how the whole thing started. Yeah, well, that's how he ended up doing jail time is because they used basically an admission that was not supposed to be admitted right. into the court proceedings from another round. So, yeah, what you got? And the, now the rumor is... He's going out on tour. tour. Okay, that's yeah. what I was oh going to ask. Like that's, yeah. I thought yep. I saw a story about that. Yeah. It was, yeah, okay. that he had, he had planned. And I didn't catch the details of it. He was on a He's, radio show, and he said, he, they asked him if he was going to go out on tour in 2023, and his answer was succinctly, yes. He's opening for Debbie Gibson. Oh, no. no. Which I think is weird. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, this sucks because uh, Theo... I just his, can't shake. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's got on a show. I, I, I feel like he's trying to steal the thunder from Malcolm Jamal Warner, who's... Uh, <laughs> Theo! What, wait, is he going? Is he on a show? Yeah, there's Malcolm a show Jamal coming Warner? out called uh, The Accused. <laughs> it's got a bunch of people that we love that are in it. Uh, okay. Michael Chiklis is in it. And, yeah. And Theo. And Theo! <laughs> Get me a lawyer. Uh, well, that's cool. I always like Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yeah, he was, he was one of my favorite people on that show. And he didn't seem to succumb to um, childhood fame. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right, so we'll see what happens with this latest. We'll see. Accusation. Yes, we'll see. Uh, Ireland Baldwin is expecting her first child. Uh, the model shared the news uh, to Instagram on Saturday. I hear you're having a pig. So she's going to become, uh, she's going to get pregnant and turn into a little pig. <laughs> you're a pregnant pig. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Daddy. Uh, in a joint post with her boy. be a grand pig. Uh, in a joint post with her boyfriend, Andre Allen Anos. Or Anjos, I'm sorry, who goes, whose stage name is, okay, what is this? R A C or Rack? Rack. Is it Rack? I think it's Rack, yeah. Okay. Rack him. Rack ball. Sharing a snapshot of her sonogram, she wrote Happy New Year, adding a red heart emoji as well. She has baby on the way, so congratulations. Rack him. Yeah. Rack. Rack him. Rack. Rack ball. That's her husband, right? Rack. Rack him. Rack. Rack him. Rack. Rack ball. (laughs) 
He's leading it. Let's collab. Let's collab. We're bringing back some oldies today. The rackball guy at one point is laying in the hedges. He falls into the hedges. and he's Yes. He's still going rack. It's actually pretty sad. The video is, yeah. I don't remember the context for that one whatsoever. That's Chris Agon, the skull sealer. Yes. One last story. Uh, according to People Magazine, the fifth season of Yellowstone will return from its mid-season break in the summer of 2023. So that's when it returns, Kathy. You're still dialed in on Summertime. Yellowstone? Oh, so wait. So a- after the fifth season or the, no, this no, is the, the second half? This will, Yeah, the second half will be in this co- this summer is okay, when got it's it, coming got out. It. Yeah. Anybody yes, start watching? Did you start watching 1923 yet? That's uh, the Harrison Ford one? Harrison Ford oh, one. I didn't watch the Harrison Ford one. I watched uh, the other one, which was great. Yes, that was great. How sad. Uh, yes. I just finished Stop it over it. the break. Stop I was it. like, oh my God. Like, yes. I feel like I want to off myself right <laughs> the, now. The last episode, I was sobbing. Is it powerful? Is it a powerful it show? It is powerful. Really so, oh my God. Is it better than Yellowstone? It's no, just different. It, it's different, and it, it kind of sets the stage for Yellowstone and why this ranch is so important to the family. Okay. How did they end up at, in Wyoming? How did it end up in the Dutton family? And again, Kathy. Why they don't want to let it go. Why they don't want to let it go. And you're like, oh. I know people who just adore this whole, uh, and they keep cranking them out. I, I don't know anyone who's watching the new one yet. With I Ford. watched the first episode. And it was How good? Is it? And it's good. It's kind of like the it's same tone. Of the last okay. one, yeah, I yeah. mean, it sort of really gives you a real, real deep, more, a more deep appreciation. Do you think if they go into the fifties, they'll bring in a Fonzie-like character? <laughs> <laughs> right, let, hey, wait, let me ask you a question because I, I, I watched the, the original Yellowstone. Yeah. I, I watched like the first episode, and for whatever that day, I'm like, it wasn't really speaking to me, so I never went. And there's so much to choose from yes. that I never went back to it. Um, looking at the scenes uh, from these older, these mm-hmm. these kind of uh, pre-quills, uh, looks a little more appealing to me. Because I is. don't feel like going down, I, I don't feel like doing... The, Dallas. The da- exactly. Yeah. I don't feel no, like I doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you're, it's, you know, it's it's not that. It's more of like a Western. You're going to, you know, and Sam Elliott is really great. I mean, uh, and who do you plays the dance instructor? My question before you go down uh, the yeah. path is, can I watch these other shows or yep. do I need to yeah. watch Yellowstone first? No, you can watch them. Okay. Well, yeah. maybe I'll do that. Because yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm feeling more period piece. Because yeah. I didn't finish the even the first season of Yellowstone. I was watching it. I enjoyed it. But I was like, man, there's a lot going on here. It, it, it To me, it seemed like... Too much was happening. You have the you have these shows that like draw like are long and drawn out and nothing happens. Like Jellystone, the bear with the hat. <laughs> yeah. But this one, I was like, man, there's too much that happens per episode. And so press, I did the same exact thing. I was like, oh, maybe this will give me a deeper appreciation for the family and what's going on. And and uh, the 1888 is just. It's really, really emotional. By the way, what's that? I don't think it's eighteen. Is it eighteen eighty three? Eighteen eighty three. That's eighteen eighty eight. That's another series. That's five years. Five years later. Damn it! It's not. It's it's pretty boring. It's just. It's about the Grant administration. Yeah. A lot can happen in five years. Absolutely. That time of look at World War Two. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, Anyway, that's uh, the end of our Yellowstone discussion, (laughs) and we now move on to the clips. All right, uh, where are the clips? They are mystery are clips. Are you kidding? Uh, oh, mystery clip. Happy Here we go. New First year. clip. Raise your hand if you think you know who this is. Here we go. That thing is confronting your worst demons and, and also your your highest possible feelings about the world and, and the pain that's in between. And so if you don't have anything to relate to, um, I guess you have less of a full interior. 
to tap on. So you have to create that story. I have no idea who that is. <sighs> yeah, I know who it is, and you guys all know who this person is. Uh, your hand went up. Yeah, well, no, I, I mean, I knew who it was. Oh. It's, it's Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, uh, he's great. Yeah, oh. so you know What's him from uh, you know him from Breaking Bad and Better Call Mandalorian. Song. So he's talking about a show, a show called the Kaleidoscope on Netflix, which right. just came out on January first. I watched the entire season in one night. It's pretty wild. Uh, from what I gather, the episodes everybody watches it in different orders. So instead of watching episode one, two, three, four, you watch episode red, green, blue, violet, pink, white. And and my experience might be different than your experience. I think the only thing that might be the same for everybody is everybody watches the last episode last, which is the white episode. Okay. I don't understand. All right. So instead of... I don't want this to happen. Episodes are not given numbers. They're given colors. So you watch episode... Red episode. Right, this is on what uh, Netflix. on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. So do they uh, when they're listed? Are they listed in a certain order? I don't know. I only watched because I you... probably go from the top down. I know. Then, yeah, I know. But I, I, I watched so. it in the order that they gave it to me, like, like that I watched it in because I watched okay. it all in one sitting. But did from, you like it? I did. Okay. The only thing did I did like, like it about it was I kind of kind of figured it out. Uh, did you accidentally watch your color again? No, no. It's it's a heist all right. show, okay. and I sort of had it all figured out. Uh, maybe an episode and a half before it was over. There's okay. no like a Black Mirror aspect to it or anything. No. Okay, all right. No, no, it's no. It's just color. straight up heist. All right, Kaleidoscope so. on Netflix. Next mystery clip. Here we go. Let's see if we can figure out who this is. My brain does not work like that. There's a part of my genetic family that is really good at math and engineering and inventing, and I sadly did not get that. Um, So I had to just learn as much as I could about it and try to understand what it would feel like to be that smart, to be that brilliant. Okay, I was, I did raise my hand, and I, I thought I was going to say Danica McKellar, but it's the exact opposite of that. She's great at math. She's nuts. <laughs> doesn't suck at math. I just yeah. heard math, and I thought, Danica McKellar, it's our birthday. I have no idea who that is. It is Allison Williams, and she's talking about oh. a show. Oh. A show. <laughs> she, yeah. Marissa, she's got the information. She's talking about the new sci-fi movie, Megan, which comes out this oh Friday. Oh, my God, about, about Megan Fox. Oh, yeah. yes. oh, no, no that, that robot. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. So this is from uh, James ter- Wan. It looks terrifying. Or, uh, or hilarious. I can't tell. It, it might be the funniest movie of all time, or it might be it might be terrifying. I'll tell you why it's probably going to be terrifying, because of James Wan, who is a master of horror. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, they got the doll looking just right so that it's very uncanny valley. Yeah. I laughed a lot during the commercials. Yeah. I, I couldn't help it. Like, to me, it, it might be accidentally hilarious. Okay. Marissa, any additional okay, that was information? That was my first stretch of 2023. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you were physically stretching. I physically. thought you meant stretching for time. Okay. I got gotcha. you. All right. Stretch if you care. All right, that is, uh, I don't even know what we're Allison doing. Megan. Oh, that's it. Okay. Megan comes out Friday. Thank you. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back in a second and reset and uh, get chatting on this uh, Tuesday morning as we begin our new year together here on MMR. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. What's new? Why do you ask? Rival Sons. New music. More 
Everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. A couple of pretty scary stories. I mean, we we talked about the Jeremy Renner thing in the entertainment news. He was, uh, his leg was run over by a snowplow, critical condition, stable, had to, uh, he was, you know, heavily bleeding from his leg. And, yeah, not uh, just a one you push down your driveway, a full snowplow truck. And then, obviously, last night, uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, the football player, uh, had uh, essentially a, um, a cardiac arrest on yes. the uh on the field, his heart stopped. Uh, they take him off to the uh, uh, to the hospital. He's in critical condition. He's alive, but we'll have to see what that brings. And then there's another story this morning of a guy that you you may not know the name, but a lot of people do because he had a strong social media following. Uh, but a guy named Ken Block, he's a rally car driving champion and an extreme sports kind of guy, died in this uh, snowmobile accident in oh. Utah. Uh, yeah, he was 55 years old, and this happened uh, yesterday. He was uh, traveling up a steep slope, and uh, the, the the snowmobile went up over top and landed oh. on top of him, oh, and uh, and killed him. And this guy's like, uh, you know, he's a champion of the, of this uh, type of stuff. All, all, in fact, he was uh, not just uh, rally cars and, and snowmobiling, but he was into competitive uh, snowboarding, skateboarding, motocross. an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, one and, of those guys. And he had showed. Uh, a, was showing footage over the past couple of days um, of this new snowmobile that he got, and then he, the kind of guy who could just make it do things that you wouldn't believe a snowmobile yeah. could do. So uh, it was just wild to hear that. Yeah, so he had 7.5 million followers on Instagram, 2 million subscribers to his YouTube channel. He had uh, co-founded DC Shoes with his partner Damon Way. And it, it killed him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, He's dead. God. Yeah, this guy didn't make it. Um, and, uh, yeah, those those... Machines are heavy, heavy. Yeah. yeah, and it it came back down on top of him, and uh, that's terrible. So like, what, like, what would you say they weigh? Are they in the, the six, seven hundred pound range? Oh, I'd say more than that. I'd say they're in the thousand pound range. Oh, yeah. That's just a well. I don't know. I mean, no, you're probably right. More I like mean, I'm thinking like a Harley. Pounds. You yeah, know? yeah. Something would like it be that. about the same? Yeah. Well, I just know my Vespa, and you can joke about it all you want. But it's heavy. I mean, if you drop it, it, it is hard to pick up off of the ground. But you like picking it up. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Yeah, anything like that that is that oh. wonky. Or it says 475 pounds is an average weight. but or Okay. Somewhere, yeah, 500-ish pounds with okay. fuel in it. So. And then, um, uh, wow. isn't that how Leroy Moore, the Dave Matthews band, he, it was not a um, snowmobile, it was an ATV. But I think this, a similar thing happened. He went Flip up back the over. And then it landed on him. And I think that's how Ozzy got Same with I think Ozzy. so, too. Yeah. yeah. Ozzy's medical... Downslide yes. started with that ATV accident, right? Yeah. And so you just you you go up at an angle that where you lose control like that, and I guess it can just flip back That's on you. Scary as hell, right. Preston. Yeah. Uh, you, so uh, you've obviously you had your uh, your dirt bike. Um, oh that, man, yeah, I, can, I had a couple bad accidents yeah. that that kind of shied me away from pursuing that any longer. I would ride my brother. He had a Honda motorcycle, and we would, you know, we were living in an area where you could ride it around, you know. And uh, I remember, like, one time where I felt, oh, this is coming back on me, and it's, it, I'm, I'm, this, I'm out. Yeah, and I was I managed to pull it away from the fall, and I you know it just fell on my leg. I had one. I was I was I was going off a ramp, and uh, I went up in the air, and now I passed out, so I don't. Oh. remember this happening, yeah. but but I went up and, and I, I pulled too hard and I was going, you know, like you see in the X right, Games, yep. upside yeah. down, and then I blanked out, and oh, wow. uh, I landed on the ground, and the bike landed on me, Jeez. on my back. I, oh, I landed face down, and the bike landed on top of me, and it dug this big hole into my back. I still have a scar back there. Uh, but, um, so I don't remember. Somebody was there, and they, they pulled the bike off me, but it was pretty damn heavy. I had a concussion, and 
all this nasty stuff. But yeah, that machinery, dude, it can it can be brutal. You ever uh, lose control of a golf cart? Yeah, a lose control? Yeah. No, I, I have, and okay. it was, uh, alcohol was involved, <laughs> okay. and it was a bachelor party. So I mean, go figure it. But like. Those things are heavy. Oh, oh my God. Seager. <laughs> no, no, man. <laughs> yeah, they're heavy, dude. They're insanely yeah. heavy. And it was not quite like jackass style, but we went up on, you know, the guys, a few of the guys were on the path, and we thought it'd be funny to go around them on, on a slope or whatever, and um, and it just tipped right over, and like, and then you had to ride it, and it was not easy. It's got heavy batteries up. in it. By the way, uh, you remember, Nick, it was, I think, Bam, one of Bam's really substantial injuries occurred in that golf cart scene. Yeah. In, run 202. Yeah, yes, yeah. right. And uh, he got hurt. There was a slow-mo replay of, of one of those, Steve, where it, it, one of the carts just missed Knoxville's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just like that. you could have died doing Absolutely. that. That was that old uh, miniature golf course on yeah. 202 that had dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Do you remember right. the name? Yeah, that's right. uh, it was dinosaurs. ratty. Oh, that's right. It was all beat up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember oh, that. man. Uh, no, great. I can't remember the name right. of it. But no, it, it was you know, uh, miniature golf. Well, it, it was like a three, a chipping pot, yeah. right. driving range, uh, batting cages. It had been, it had been condemned, right? And then so they were riding around, right? Was that the case? Yeah, I they, don't know. they were, yeah. were going to close it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, uh, yeah. I had to bail. Matt O'Donnell was driving like a maniac. Uh, <laughs> press, I think this is like uh, either the Glen Mills course or the one that was a uh, broad run or whatever. But, yeah. dude. I, at one point, we were going down this hill. He was driving like a maniac, and I thought we were going to tip, and I had to bail. Like, I, I jumped, <laughs> you jumped, off, I jumped off of right. the thing. I remember that. Full yeah. speed. Yeah. And if I didn't, I think we would have tipped because we were kind of tipping. <laughs> I was, you know, on, on to, like, my side of things. I was. I, th- I think what happens is people get behind the wheel and they, because they're so zippy and they, they respond immediately, and yeah. you think you got it. And it and it gets away from you. It's the same kind of thing, like, you know, like when people first get behind, like a in, in a Tesla or something, yeah. and realize when you apply the power to that kind of adroit capability, it can get away from you. So last year, my sister was in Denver with my nephew. It was you know took him on a trip, and he he's a Broncos fan, so they were doing Broncos. They were going to a, a, a NHL game, so, but they rented those scooters. Yeah, you can rent them in anywhere. So there, she's riding on this scooter. You know, and these things go 15, 20 miles per hour. And at one point, her hat comes flying off, right? Oh, no. She's just wearing a baseball yeah. cap. Now, what you don't realize is when you're riding, because I have a scooter as well. I love it. It's great. But it's not the type of vehicle that you can actually ride one-handed. You really need to keep both yeah, hands right. on the scooters uh-huh. at, at all times. <laughs> oh, no. uh, and so when her hat flew off, she just instinctively went to grab the hat. Yeah. Then she lost complete control of the scooter. She fell, went head over the the handlebars, face first into the pavement. She broke her elbow. All right, now she's with her thirteen year old son and only her thirteen year old son. And she, they wanted to do surgery on her at in. She's like, I can't do this. Like she's like, I got my, I have my child with me. So she ended up like foregoing the surgery until she got back into Pennsylvania. Wow. But I know, I know, I know, pretty wild. And uh, but like this all happened on a silly little little scooter. And like my kids ride this, and so my kids like they got to wear helmets now. Yes, I know. (laughs) I don't know why, but like. 15, 13, 14-year-olds are, like, anti-helmet because I guess maybe they look dorky or something. I know, I know. But, wait, listen, we talked about this before. I mean, the last thing you want to say is, if only, 
you know, in, uh-huh. in one of these things. I, mean, I get it. I, I, I get the, 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 the you want to feel free and have the wind blow with whatever you have on your head. But right. uh, uh, listen, no, it, it, it seems too traumatic. I mean, look at the the, the thing that's confusing me, Preston, with the with the, the, the Jeremy Renner aspect of all of this, these the, this troika of horrible stories, is do we have any indication as to whether or not someone else was driving the vehicle i haven't seen he anything about that out yet. of it yeah because steve he has a uh, a massive yeah. snowmobile snow plow of his own yes but he and uh and i read <clears throat> excuse me over the weekend that um uh, it was a blizzard that came yeah. through in tahoe and so they had uh, several feet of snow but it's not it had not been uncommon for him to go out and plow it yeah so i don't know if he uh but he was the only person uh, injured there was not anybody else who was nobody injured else yeah, yeah 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 no word on that yeah but he was he was in critical and stable condition so you're, you're snow plow at home you know <clears throat> like i have i have you know the a mofo it's pretty powerful but you know like uh, those things are spinning you know when you take your hand off the controls it stops there's yeah. no way for you to go around and you're not riding it you're, you're not you're riding pushing it, it you're you know? pushing it yeah yeah, yeah. It's a difference when you're like you're controlling it like a car. Yeah, this is a plow and not a blower, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. the, the um, Ken Block was a snowmobile. Yeah. So um, yeah, that uh, you got to be careful with that machinery because it can it can definitely get away from you. Am I going to this call? Yeah. Wait a second. Let me go to uh, Lou. Uh, Lou. Good morning. Who's Lou? Gadzooks. Lou. What's up, bud? Hey, listen. I just wanted to say I literally had the same thing happen to me when I was like fifteen or sixteen. I was, you know, going down down Broad Street because I live in South Philly, and I had this little moped. You know, the wind's blowing. I had a hat on. Next thing you know, it flew off my head. I tried to catch it. The, the steering wheel got, like, squirrely. The handlebars, man, I flew right over that. And oh, man. Completely ate asphalt. Oh. Dude, it, it was the worst. Like, it it, it sucks. God, I didn't need surgery or anything like that, but, like, I blew my lip out. I knocked mm. the tooth out. Oh. Oh, my God. That was just absolutely terrible. Were you wearing a helmet? No. Of no. course I wasn't. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. My helmet blew off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah your hat, hat on. blew off. I'm... People wear a hat on his yeah. helmet. Yeah. yeah. My Easter bonnet blew yeah. off. Yeah, that was that was a good one, Casey. God bless you. Thanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. I'll tell Appreciate you this. Thanks, Thanks, uh, and you see it all the time. And they're, they're all over America's Funny Stone videos. And Preston, you know this. You get someone who's never ridden a vehicle with a throttle. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They get on, and then they panic, and they start to fall. They keep the hand on the throttle yep. Uh-huh. Yep. instead of just releasing because they're holding on now yep. and can't figure out what the hell's going on, and then pandemonium ensues. Somewhere there's a video of Rochelle doing that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, on a, on a motorcycle. She had never ridden a motorcycle before. <laughs> And her brother was showing her how to do it, and she, she, you know, she gunned it too much. It popped up, and then of course she <laughs> just <laughs> floors the throttle and bails on it completely. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It could be very, very dangerous. Mm. Uh, but this was um, uh, these these three stories, one, two, three, like this, are just uh, it's wild. So, uh, Case, were you watching the the, the game last? Believe night? it or not, I wasn't. I, I huh. was watching, and, and normally I do. And and, and a game like that, uh, I mean, listen, Bill, you're watching 1888. No, no, I, I was years. <laughs> uh, no, I was watching later. the Sixers game and then the, the Flyers game. That's when I went, uh, what I went to bed to. But my, this, my son was watching, and it rattled him so much that he came in. Oh. I was literally like falling asleep. I was like officially asleep at this point, but he came like busting into the room, scared the hell out of me, and he showed me the the videos, and uh, and it rattled him. I was watching uh, uh, the Crown, uh, and but then my brothers uh, texted me and and. <laughs> 
know. Yeah. It was a real manly night at home. Party. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, a great season. Yeah, I, agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but my, <laughs> brother, my brother texted me and uh, and said, check out the Bills game. So I flipped over to ESPN, and uh, Marissa was talking about this a little bit ago off air, but Scott Van Pelt had to cover all of it. Joe Buck, I guess, and Troy Aikman were calling the game. Um, and then when they left the game, Scott Van Pelt covered it for a really long time. I, I was emotional watching the players reaction watching what happened to Demar Hamlin and we've talked about this too but like it was not that devastating of a hit it looked like a pretty routine hit right. you um, would never you would never no. have watched it but in he, real time and thought okay someone's substantially hurt when he right. collapsed after standing back up again it's 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 really difficult yeah. to watch i mean and you and knowing what is going on in his body at that point and he's having cardiac arrest is terrifying you would think Preston, we talked about this earlier and about you know saying baseball that you know the, the, the protective garment because you, kids in little league there's a big situation with kids getting uh, dying or cardiac arrest from getting a, uh, a ball directly to the chest in this case and you'd mentioned, Casey, with the shoulder pads and the way they come down, that it would protect that area. Mm. Yeah, that's why I'm curious if it was indeed the impact or not. I mean, he, you know, there yeah. there have been people who have like a um, like a slow, uh, essentially leak in their heart that they never detect, and, and that becomes be something like yeah. that. I'm, I'm curious right. if it was the impact or if he had some pre-existing condition that uh, that nobody had seen before. Because I, I mean, the ones that uh, I've I've seen, you know. Uh, video of, of somebody taking a ball to the chest and they like they Boom. drop and they're out and yeah. that's it he got back up yeah but there may be some kind of a delay that 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 what happened i don't know what was it that they found in john Dornboss and and how remember he he went through yeah. a physical he was getting a physical yeah. was it because he he was going the, to a different team, team? yeah Did he have a oh no i'm trying to not but he like he, I mean, he was he, pregnant he credited. He had ended up having to have surgery, right? And he credited like, bas- basically get, having to get this physical. Fa- right. They found it. Yeah, right. because he could have died because yeah. of you know what he does for a living and and the um, uh, the rigors that he puts his heart through and all that sort of stuff. At a certain point, whatever he had w- was something that really could have gone wrong. So for he him. was. Um, this was back in 2017. He was traded to the New Orleans Saints, and it's pretty standard when a trade happens that the team that you're traded to does the physical. And when he did this, um, the physical with the Saints, he was diagnosed with an aortic aneurysm. That's what yeah. I said. Okay. Okay. And they yeah. required. And a, that's a, what killed that guy in uh, in uh, Cutter, uh, the, the uh, journalist. Oh, the, the journalist. journalist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had, and actually, that's also I believe what killed the guy who wrote Rent, the uh, Tick Tick Boom. Yeah. That's he ended up passing away from an, an aortic aneurysm. Yeah. So, but it is the curse uh, of Rent. <laughs> it is treatable. Yeah. Uh, so with Dornboss, it required immediate heart surgery, which saved his life. Wow. Hamlin is 24. I know. I know. He's in the prime of his well, life. And Preston, people are pointing out, apparently, and I'm, I'm not sure what the case is, but the, uh, apparently this this team is, uh, everybody loves the players on this team and that they're they're very likable and very familial. And I, that could be something you just say after an incident like this happens. Right. But he, in particular, huh. apparently does a ton of um, uh, charity and Toys for Tots kind of programs. Yeah, did, you, did you see, um, Steve, he wanted to do this program, and I'm, I'm going to bring up the, the headline, um, with um, it was a GoFundMe uh, that he started uh, Toys for Children in his community. The yes. initial goal was twenty five hundred dollars. Last night, it uh, garnered more than a million dollars in donations, oh. and, that, uh, just, and that was just since the injury. So I'm sure it's gone up since then. But oh. it was a GoFundMe that uh, Demar Hamlin started uh, to purchase toys for children in his community, and so people were trying. It, it really shows the good in people because people were, were reacting in a lot of different ways. Didn't know night. how to help. And they yeah. wanted to help, right? And so um, uh, one of his friends, I guess, was at the hospital and said, if there's something that you'd like to do to help out the family, this is something that you can do in his honor. Um, and, yes, yeah, so it raised a lot of money in a really short amount of time. 
Uh, that's wild. Hang on a second. Speaking of the heart condition, I'm going to go to Victor here on the phone line. Say, Victor, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, bud? Hey, uh, my son has a condition, HCM, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Okay. And it's what Hank Gathers died from, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. some other athletes that have collapsed on the field and died. Wow. Um, so for my son's 15th birthday, he got a defibrillator and pacemaker. Um, they caught it on a exam, getting ready for his lacrosse season at oh, high no school. No kidding. So, 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 so uh, I'm sorry. Just he's so he he can't play lacrosse with that, can he? No. Uh, well, at the time they said no. You can't take any hits to the chest. You can't. But now he's with a doctor up at um, at Penn that says she has pro, pro athletes that. Are now it's changing. The treatment's changing. They had their first medicine was developed just for this disease instead of concoction of other meds. Okay. Um, and, yeah, it's, there's a lot of ground being gained on this disease. All right. But you, okay. you can live with this your whole life and not know it. Right. Mm. Some people find it in their 70s, and some people get lucky and find it, you know, before they have a episode. Right. Okay. Right. Wow. All right. Well, um, hopefully it's going to be the, it's going to you know uh, be the ticket for him, and uh, he'll live a nice long uh, life with those. Oh yeah. He's twenty four now, and they, he's trying a new med, and it's working great. Excellent. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it, Victor. Okay. Uh, no worries. Yeah. So um, you know, like my my friend's uh, son died from sudden cardiac arrest when he was a, he was a child, and so he has this um, you know, he and his his wife created uh, Aidensheart.org. dot org, and yes. so and and we've done this for ourselves because like uh, you know, sometimes these things are just they're they're going on inside your body and you have no idea what's what's happening. So they they provide like heart screenings and and uh, and uh, was it A E is it AEGs I O U and sometimes no y. is it uh, <laughs> what are those um. <laughs> EKG? No, not an EKG. Uh, I think they're AEGs. Okay. You, you, you see them at uh, like sports complexes. Oh, AED, uh, AED. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but then anyway, they they supply AEDs and they do heart screenings, so you don't have to go through this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like other families sure. have. You know, these devastating. Um, what I uh, speaking of the AED thing. So, and and I've, we've got a couple of doctors on the line. We're going to uh-huh. go to when I was taking my um, uh, CPR class. Um, they said that one of the things you need to do, they actually train you on how to alert people around you that something is going on and we need help right right mm-hmm. away. And they tell you to designate, all right, you call 911 right. and then you go find an AED because a lot of businesses will have an AED. Yep. But my problem is, is I can't think of AED. <laughs> go get IUD. IUD. Go get the Go get the FBI. I'll be like, get, get, get a freaking pastrami on rye. Give me pastrami on rye. OPP. With a cream soda. I said cream soda. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> OPP. Other you know what I'm talking Go about. Go get a DVDA. Yeah. Go get it. <laughs> the hard thing. <laughs> So um, I'm gonna go over here now. So I know that yeah. yeah. Somebody else. All right, I'm, I'm tapping out. Preston's done. Somebody else take this over now. There's clearly an emergency. All right, I have two doctors on okay, the line. All right. One doctor we know and love for many many years. Another one is a cardiologist. Do you think they know each other? So which which one do I go to? They're probably on a party line. Let me let me go to Doctor V first as a oh. cardiologist. And then we'll go to Dr. Mike. You think Dr. Mike can hang on there for a second? I don't know. He's They're both probably pretty busy. I know. All right. Well, what do I do? I got his Dr. I would, Mike's music. I would here. go to Dr. Mike first because right. he always puts us first. Okay. Aww. We'll go to Dr. Mike Sergiliano of Fox 29 and Penn Medicine. Good morning, Dr. Mike. 
Well, I always defer to the cardiologist. So, uh, but here's the deal. Um, I was watching the game last night, and uh, the way to put this all together is he took a hit to the chest. And um, if you think about it, it's almost like a concussion of the heart. And there's a condition known as commotio cordis. That's where a blunt trauma hit you you have you suffer a blunt trauma like he did and if you watch carefully that uh, that tackle involved a helmet to the chest right and that can cause an arrhythmia that's where the heart doesn't uh, pump properly uh and uh, he gets up and then he collapses rather quickly so there's two things that can happen you can have a an anatomic damage to the heart take place uh or you can have an electrical problem now the way I put this all together. They started CPR because he didn't have a pulse. They defibrillated him with what's called an automated external defibrillator, by uh, by the way. Not an IUD. Not an IUD. <laughs> all right. All right. So they use it. And, and basically, the good news here, and, and I want to emphasize the good news, is that he was able to, uh, uh, with the defibrillator, get back to a rhythm. That means that he may have been in ventricular tachycardia or ventricular fibrillation, and the cardiologist can certainly speak more about that. Sometimes the AED will not shock a person if they don't have a rhythm that is amenable. Interesting. I didn't know that. Right. So so the other intriguing thing about this, so so the, 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 the other thing is when this condition occurs, which is rare, uh, the heart has to be just in the right uh, part of its cycle uh, when the impact occurs mm. that can lead to an increased wow. risk of this. So, uh, uh, and, and I heard the gentleman talking about uh, uh, Hank Gathers and, and what's called uh, 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 hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. That's another condition where um, you can have sudden cardiac death on the field, and uh, that, that's another story. I can't imagine this guy hasn't had an echocardiogram between, you know, high school and the time he made it to the pros. Right. So, so I think it's more likely that this was just a very, very freak yeah. thing. Uh, and, and the big question is going to be how long did he have uh, a lack of oxygen to the brain? Mm. Now, we've heard he's in critical mm. condition in the hospital. He's sedated, which in my humble opinion means he's probably on a ventilator. Uh, and, uh, but, but he's back in a sinus rhythm, uh, hopefully, and uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. Hey, you know, Dr. Mike, how, how long uh, uh, will you see damage to someone if they have lack of oxygen? Uh, well, again, I don't want to look. I don't know all the details, but the, right. the statistics on what we call in-the-field cardiac arrest, and again, I think the cardiologist will, will talk about this, is, is very low. I mean, I mean it's, not, it's not good statistics. What's in his favor, though, and if you look at the data, uh, the fact that he was able to get shocked into uh, the, you know, the defibrillator found that a shockable rhythm. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, he's young. Uh, number three, uh, I mean, he was in front of fifty thousand people, and CPR was started immediately, right. and the, and the ambulance came. So those right. are the big factors. He's young. He's in good, sh you know, he's right. healthy. All of those things. But uh, again, it's it's one of those tragic things uh, where. Uh, 
uh, uh, you know, even with all the amazing uh, immediate care, it's it's a challenge on on a good day. But so we'll, we'll, best care. We'll, we'll we'll consider it at least the fact that you you mentioned he was surrounded by already ready to go uh, medical team that was right there. And and hopefully we'll we'll see a good result at the end of this, which is every possibility, correct? Right, right. And and I, I'm uh, being completely optimistic. Yeah. Uh, and and again, it's it's one of those things where uh, uh, you, you you look at the positives, and and this is why. Again, I'm I'm just going to you know end here. Uh, you love your family members. You say I love you every day. I take heat sometimes because I tell you guys I love you. You never know <laughs> what. You, it's going to happen. Sure. You do love us. We love you. Absolutely. And and that is very sage advice. We just had three, um, you know, very uh, sad stories with Jeremy Renner and then the other, the gentleman on the ski mobile die. Um, so you're right. It, 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 last thing you want to do is say, I should have said that. Yep. All right, Dr. Mike. Love you. We love, love you. you. All right, we'll see you later. All right. Now over to the cardiologist. Right. And uh, see if uh, he can back up uh, Dr. Mike here. We have uh, Dr. V. Ah, we know Dr. V. Hey, Dr. V. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. We're doing well. Uh, so you heard uh, Dr. Mike. Do you want to uh, piggyback on that, or, or do you want to correct anything or add anything to that? Two things. One, Dr. Mike and I are friends. He's been to my wedding. I've been to his wedding. Oh, oh, oh. Each other. No way. <laughs> Very good. Well, I've known him for 20, 25 years at least. Wow. So, nice. Yeah, but Dr. Mike, everything he said is exactly on target. Okay. You know, there's two ways this could happen. One is a cardiac contusion, which is, I mean, I thought it was a pretty big hit to the chest. Um, and a cardiac contusion can cause injury to the muscle itself, which can result in arrhythmia, uh, but that would be a contused muscle. The other thing commodio uh, cordis is we have a very small amount of energy uh, that's hit at exactly the right time during the cardiac cycle that causes an arrhythmia that puts you into ventricular fibrillation. Wow. Now, when you saw this guy stand up and then drop down, that's classic cardiac arrest. That's oh. an arrhythmogenic cardiac arrest, you know, because the lack of circulation of the brain starts really about three to four seconds after there's no cardiac output. Okay. So Do- Dr. V, right. a, a, right. a quick question. Were, if he had stayed down would would that have worked in his favor was the getting up did that precipitate the issue or exacerbate it no 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 he, he wouldn't have been able to maintain consciousness okay yeah so he was he, saying that uh that the standing up was the delayed effect that was going to happen no matter okay. what all right uh because exactly. it took take good that amount of time for there to be lack of oxygen mm-hmm. in the brain i got you wow Wow. So um, let, let me ask you a question, uh, Dr. V. Somebody, and, and obviously every single case is going to be its uh, its own separate uh, case with its own separate details. But if someone has this happen, can this be a career-ending thing uh, for someone like that? Well, yes, sadly, as Dr. Mike was saying, the longer time you have no cardiac up and no circulation, you're in that arrhythmia, the more the damage there can be to the brain. So really, if you don't have adequate restoration of circulation within really five to ten minutes chance are you're going to have brain injury and your your life is never the same mm. you know to be a competitive athlete yeah probably not now hopefully you know they got the aed to him very quickly because that's the most uh important thing they can do is restore the heart rhythm with a shot right so if they got to him literally restoring his rhythm within you know two or three minutes with some high quality cpr then maybe there's no damage to the brain that he's going to be through this okay and fine you know we've seen that happen in, in baseball games and Little league games where they get the AD very quickly, and and people can come through this fine with no major uh, long term deleterious effects. But 
it's, it's that time frame. How quickly can you restore circulation? Yeah. So with this, so is this more anomalous, or, or if if he were to let's say he's cleared and everything is good and everything looks solid, is he pre- more prone to something like this if he goes on and plays? No, no, this can happen to anybody. Okay, you know, like I said, this commodity court is just getting hit at the wrong time and the wrong place. Okay. Uh, I put you in everything. It can mm. happen to anybody who's normal. Well, okay. I remember the couple of times when we've heard of, of kids playing Little League, and it seemed like the ball just happened to strike them in the chest at the absolute worst moment, and that's what caused their reactions. Is that the uh, the predominant situation when these things occur? Yes, it is. I mean, with me, like I said, I'm pretty sure this guy did not have a congenital thing like a hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. I doubt he's got that. I think okay. it's him getting hit at the wrong time at the wrong place and <sighs> going to arrhythmia. And, uh, right. you know, I hope for him and his family. Yes, right. likewise. Thank you, Dr. V. Appreciate it. Take care. So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, no, no, Damar Hamlin. I mean, he's not from this area, but he is from Pennsylvania. He grew yeah. up in, like, uh, western PA, went to Pitt. So, I mean, he definitely, I would say, yeah, Pennsylvania ties, not local ties, but. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's wild that it's just that, that perfect timing of that, in that, as you're saying, in the heart yeah. cycle. Yeah. It just happened at that time, and boom, uh, dropped. So, yeah, well, hopefully hopefully he's going to be okay. Yes. Uh, we will we will see about that and uh, follow through. But, um, yeah, it's a pretty crazy freak stories. Uh, this morning, in a row. Jeremy Renner, yeah. uh, Demar Hamlin, and then this uh, this gentleman uh, Ken Block. Unfortunately, he did not survive. He was a um, uh, kind of an extreme sports guy, and uh, the snowmobile accident he had. So, wow! All right, be careful, gang. Be careful in, in everything you do. Uh, we should take a break and come back in a moment. I do have some bizarre file stories. We will get to those in just a second or two, and then later on this morning, our friend Joe Matarese is going to be on the program. He's going to be at uh, Punchline this weekend. Stay there. Be back in a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com slash health for more details. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. This year, invest in yourself and your future at CSB Media Arts Center in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Broadcast media training in months, not years. Schedule yours today. And you can go to csb.com. Uh, the head of an institute that helps promote safe workplaces for people employed in the Netherlands was herself fired over allegations that she fostered a hostile work environment at the institute's Amsterdam headquarters. You don't get it! So the internal investigation what? reports that Cathar... Uh, uh, Darmoni was dismissed by as the head of Atria. The Institute states on its website that it promotes uh, gender equality in women's history and it also examines the current position of women in society and provides advice for future policy. Now, 
Dormoni was accused of, quote, transgressive and intimidating behavior that was sometimes sexual in nature. And, oh, shut up, woman. And targeted her subordinates. <laughs> Uh, the internal investigation also found that she deleted criticism from a staff survey to conceal results from her sur- sur- supervisory board and made false statements regarding her education work experience. Where do you hear the stuff that she did, okay? Uh, she has said that her termination was unjustified and based on a collection of fabri- fabrications. She plans to file a lawsuit. Uh, but the director was described by former employees as an uninhibited exhibitionist who on occasion would strip down to her bra and thong in the office space uh, they detailed how Dermoni allegedly kissed people without permission on their heads <laughs> or would grind against them during mandatory dance sessions. There were mandatory dance, dance sessions? sessions? Yes. How they, do we have those here? We should. <laughs> they described that she started weekly meetings by forcing workers to participate in belly dancing. Yeah. Uh, an employee <laughs> said most of us thought that was terrible. Uh, sometimes Cathar pressed her breasts or buttocks against you while dancing. If someone said something about her behavior, uh, she would then laugh at you. Why do I have a feeling this woman does not look like Sofia Vergara? Uh, anyone who complained about Dermoni's antics would be bullied or ridiculed. The investigation found she would turn other colleagues against you and start yelling mm. at you in front of everyone. We had a constant fear, and that was who's going to be next. Was she at least punctual? Uh, the inf- uh, To enforce the hostile work environment, uh, another employee... Uh, claimed Dermoni placed security cameras that could reach uh, record both video and audio from around the institute's office. The cameras were not necessarily used for their stated purpose of preventing theft or vandalism. An employee named Sam said that workers were often asked to account for issues recorded by the cameras. This is repeatedly reported because it violates privacy laws. Uh, in another instance, uh, the investigation into Dermoni found that she deleted statements pleading for help by about half of the workers who participated in an employee <laughs> survey. So How did she get that job again? Counterproductive, yeah. I think, yes. An Italian man saw his life savings go up in smoke after stashing them in a chimney. Oh, oh man. The he drove safe. caught a light when his wife lit a fire because she had no idea it was being used to hide about $20,000 in government bonds. The unidentified man concocted the plan because he was concerned about burglars breaking into his apartment in Rome. A stash of papers were 20,000 euros hidden deep inside the shaft, but the man forgot to tell anyone else in the house where they were. He said, when I saw the flames, I nearly passed out. He said, the fireplace is rarely used and the bonds had been hidden there for some time. He said, I thought it would be a safe place where thieves would never think of looking, and my wife didn't know I'd hidden them there. It's okay, though. I'm, I'm keeping a 401k in the fire pit. Uh, each year before we used the fire during the winter, I used to move them. This time I didn't manage to do it in time. Uh, the man is hoping to recover at least some of his lost money, which, he was, uh, which was tied up in bonds issued by the post office. He told Italian media that uh, he still hopes he can recoup the losses if he finds the original serial numbers on the documents. A 56-year-old man from Olympia who drove through the entrance of a Fred Meyer grocery store and started a car fire was arrested for investigation of second-degree arson and first-degree malicious mischief. So So he drove his car into the market and then set it on fire. Well, and listen to this. So an officer was weighed down by a Fred Meyer employee on Friday as the employee pointed out a black Chrysler sedan with no license plates and white spray paint on the outside that read Satanic and Satanic Panic. Okay. The car was facing the south entrance of the store. The employee told the uh, police officer that the car's driver was acting strangely and not responding to requests for him to move his vehicle. The officer got out of his car 
to approach the, sus- uh, the suspect's vehicle, which was slowly rolling towards the entrance of the store. As the driver of the car continued toward the store, the officer smelled gasoline and propane and saw two gas cans inside the car. Oh, boy. Police said the driver was wearing a filtered respirator around his neck, presumably so that he would not pass out due to fumes from the propane and gasoline filling his vehicle. The man reportedly acknowledged the officer's presence and said something to the effect of, I'm going to blow up this. I don't want to talk. I'm busy. The officer indicated that there were about 50 people in the vicinity, uh, and they could have been killed. As the man uh, continued to drive toward the entrance, the officer saw a large propane tank in the back seat of the car. Oh, man. Along with two large torch lighters in the man's hands. <laughs> The officer hit the driver's side window with his flashlight and commanded the man to stop. Police said the man ignored the officer's commands, drove into the store's doors, causing an estimated $30,000 in damage. Once he had driven through the front doors, he stopped in the car with the two front tires past the threshold of the entrance. He then put the car in park, turned off after multiple commands to do so. He said he wanted to speak to the FBI. (laughs) Well, why not? And that he was being hunted by satanic demons. As officers negotiated with the man to step out of the vehicle, it reportedly poured gasoline on the floorboard and pointed the torch lighters at the gas cans, threatening to blow up the car. Jesus. Officers continued to negotiate with the man until he finally exited the car and crouched inside the open driver's side door, at which point the car exploded and was engulfed in flames. Car fire on aisle six. Robert, this is you. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go. Robert, car fire on aisle six. <laughs> the man crawled away from the car on his hands and knees before being pulled away by officers. Uh, so yeah, they got him, and uh, he was. So it, what did he? Did he was he satanic or satanic panic? I don't know. I always thought satanic panic was like a hair dye or something like That's, that. That's uh, manic panic. Manic panic. Yeah. Panic, yeah. All right. Uh, so, dude's going to jail. All right, and we'll do one more story. Uh, all right. <laughs> a 55-year-old man was jailed for shooting his wife in the leg Friday night. Uh, the couple drove I to... told a- you. <laughs> listen to this. So, listen to this. The couple drove to a property just outside city limits to discuss the purchase of a vehicle with another person. So, Eric Bramschreiber huh. entered a residence on the property and did not emerge from it for 30 minutes, at which point his wife began honking their truck's horn in order to get in to come out. So this guy had been in there long right, enough. Right, So she starts honking the horn. A witness later told deputies that Bram Schreiber exited the trailer, pulled out his gun, and just started shooting Wait, at what? the truck. <laughs> his wife is in there honking. The you... woman... <laughs> I need you to shut up. Uh, a woman identified as Bram Shriver's 56-year-old wife was struck in the leg by one of the bullets. She was taken by ambulance to a local hospital. She was treated and released. Uh, he was arrested for felony menacing, second-degree assault, and other charges. He has four domestic abuse protection orders filed against him since 1996. Sounds like a prince. And was also sentenced to state prison in 1997 for second-degree assault convention. So he just, um, yeah. Trying to get us our dream house. The horn was enough. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. So. Uh, today's Tattoo Tuesday. We have your opportunity to win a Preston and Steve Show themed tattoo. And all you have to do is text the word tattoo to 39333. So I suggest you do that now by the end of the program. We'll get a winner, and uh, the tattoo will be done by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. So have at it. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 
Red Hot Chili Peppers. Billy Idol. Everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Real quick, a uh, shout out. Uh, this is from Sam Tarloff. Uh. He says, Happy New Year to the squad. Uh, I'd like to request a shout out for my father. We're podcasters out in Arizona. Arizona? And I absolutely love it's the, the show. other side of the world. Uh, we listen to the podcast every day. His favorite parts are the Hollywood trash and anytime Mark Summers tells someone to shut the <laughs> F up. And he said, I know requesting a particular time can be difficult, but the earlier in the show, the better. Uh, if you can send this up to Jim in Bullhead City, Arizona. Love it. That'd be great. Gadzooks, and have a great new year. And like I said, that's from Sam. So a shout out, please, for Sam. Let's and see if we can hook him up, too. But... Shut the F up. That would be great. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that. I it's it. one of my favorites. It was... Shut the f*** up! <laughs> so it's our buddy Mark Summers. <laughs> uh, so, Mummer's Day Parade... Has come and gone another year. Where did it air? Uh, it was on MeTV, right? MeTV 2. MeTV 2. It's on The Deuce. Yeah, The Deuce. And uh, Jackie Bam Bam has yet again won another one of these. Yeah! He's got to be like goat level now. He took first place honors in the handsome costume category. He always wins something, right? Yeah. <laughs> And he's he's does he only do the single uh, competition thing? I guess so. That's all I've ever seen him in. But he does he does these huge outfits. That the handsome ones are the single person, really big outfits that they wear. His theme was uh, Ghost Train. Oh, it's great. And so you can see his face is painted kind of like uh, Papa Emeritus of yeah. Ghost of you know uh, Tobias Forge. Uh, but the music that he's dancing to has some Aussie elements to it. So that's the train part of it. So Ghost Train. And he has these train tracks strapped on his back it's and so on. It's huge. So it, it sticks up. Looks like about 14 feet. It's got to be. I'm, I'm trying to think of a, like, a when I see it, I'm like, all right, how big is a basketball? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, it's 10, 10 feet, 10 feet yeah. to the top. And this goes way above what that would be. So that's, <laughs> it's huge, man. Who makes his costume? I, I, I he assume does. he does. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be a team no, of people. You know. you want me to read the press release here? It yeah, says, yeah. Right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this year's Strut Plus Elaborate Costume Design scored Bam Bam first place honors in the handsome costume category. Uh, for those keeping track, that is the sixth first place win award for Bam Bam. Uh, and from the fancy division, and he is showing no signs of slowing down. Mummering has been part of his life for four decades, and he is strutted in all five divisions. That's amazing. Uh, the theme was Ghost Train. It was inspired by the 100-year-old train tracks that were unearthed after storms that hit Cape May beaches last spring. Really? Yes. Uh, I didn't think that at all. I thought it was just Ozzy and, and Ghost. Yeah. Uh, his white tuxedo-styled suit was lined with purple and black sequins, a red sequin ascot hung around his neck, and feathers protruded from every inch. In one hand, he held a classic railroad lantern. In the other, a shake stick with a mini skull on top of it. Uh, the back piece was a massive set of railroad tracks circling the costume. The moniker JBB stood at the center just in case someone couldn't recognize him. A large team of people helped pull off this year's look. Okay, Here we go. yeah. Inspiration for the theme came from Jackie's biggest supporters, Mama and Papa Bam Bam, uh. alongside designers Russ Fama, 
with uh, Del Delbuno Costumes Incorporated. Okay, and uh, Hall of Famer Scott Moyer. Uh, the music mix was provided by Monkey Boy. It says. Uh, really? make, makeup coordinator Alana Saba with on-site touch-ups by Brittany Rotondo <laughs> uh, completed the vision. Wait, S- who is that? That's his girlfriend. Oh, that's girl. I was like, yeah. wait, I know that name. Yep, me too. <laughs> um, so and I'm wondering if Monk- Monkey Boy is our, our old friend. I, it's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be. Uh, Jackie will receive his 2023 Handsome Costume Trophy at the banquet on February 4th. After that, his ghost train suit will be on display in the Mummers Museum. Uh, winter circle. So and- he he did a, a feature with Bob Kelly. They went over for his Kelly's Kelly Drives. Yep. Uh, uh, show and um, they were in the Mummer Museum and they have these things and you know a lot of them are 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 not meant to stand the test of time, but they they keep them preserved nicely. As some. Massively ornate costumes in that museum. I've never been in there. You guys ever been in no, there? No, yeah. I passed by it. Yeah. yeah, I was there. I did something with a with a client a couple of Mother's Days you ago. Can, you can have events there. I yes, think. yeah, so, yeah. Yep. So you did something with a uh, with a client? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We had a Mother's Day brunch at the Mummers Museum. It was pretty cool. Okay, yeah, nice. So is he now? Is he the most winningest? Oh, oh I don't know about that. I don't. But that's his sixth win, so I'm not sure. I mean, I this has been going on since the 20s, I believe. Yeah. And so... I love the love he gets uh, on, on air, on TV, yeah. every year. You know, the people that are doing the announcement, Larry Menti was doing it this year. And they're just saying such nice, genuine things about Jackie. And it's really cool to uh, see him get the recognition that he deserves. Totally. I'm not uh, the mummer thing. I don't get it. I don't... Uh, but, I mean, I'm not... Putting it down or anything like yeah, that. I think it's awesome thing. that people gather and go to it. It's a, it's a, it's an annual event. It's nothing that really speaks to me to go and be a part of it. But uh, you know, it's it's huge. It's also because you're probably because you're not from here. You know what I mean? Like we grew yeah. up. This is normal to us. Like right. the, like when people say they're not into it, I'm I oh. like I don't understand what's <laughs> why. Well, <laughs> intern Annie was just telling a, sto- a story in here uh, when we were off air. She's like, yeah, I went to it. I took my friend who's from Baltimore, and she's like, I don't. What yeah. is this? I don't. <laughs> why? We get, yeah, what's we going on? And then don't. then she had a few drinks, and she's like, oh. Okay. oh Music going okay. Um, I've never been, and uh, I grew up in this area. It's, it's not a thing that I'm into. I, it's I just uh, I don't know. I guess when I was growing up, I'd get up on on New Year's morning, and and it would be on the television, and I didn't like. Well, the big thing is it, it doesn't do anything for me. Comes in the evening. I mean, right, right, right. The big when they're in front of with the there there are separate levels besides the actual parade. There's the it was always something that happened in the morning afternoon okay. yeah. when I was growing up. I don't I don't know. Well, they, in the past, I know they would end up at the convention center yeah. and they would do this indoor thing, but I don't think it would go into the night. Well, Second Street went into the night. That was right. like the party. Okay. That was where the mummers went to party after they were finished. So there was a lot of like, you know, the, the performance and all the schedule and everything sure. was during the day and then. The night down Second Street was like you just see mummers all over the place playing right. and you know just kind of on their own. Two Street, Kathy. That's Two Street. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Come yeah. Come yeah. I did it all this year. I from I laid in bed and watched Jackie perform from like nine o'clock on. Then I went outside and watched the mummers 
uh, the string bands. They're my favorite. They warm up on Market Street, and that's kind of my, like, secret favorite. They do, like, one last warm-up, so you kind oh. of, like, see all the, like, last-minute practices and changes before they perform right there on City Hall. And then, as Kathy said, they march up uh, Washington, uh, Broad Street and then to Washington, and then they go to their clubhouses on 2 Street, which is where it's like a party. It's like the end of right. the day. They're, like, tired, but it's a new energy, and that's kind of where the party goes to. I had... A moment, though, um, saying that not many people around the country understand this. We were playing the Saints this past weekend. So I'm walking next to some people in some Saints jerseys heading to the subway to go to the game. And I kind of like, you know, I'm like puffing out my chest and I want to yell to these people like, hey, welcome to Philadelphia. Oh, wait, you guys get this all the time because in New Orleans, this is like a normal thing. It's the one city that of people who might understand what mummers are. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen I've been to New Orleans and seen people with the umbrellas doing their dance and stuff like that. Not dressed as mummers, but they you guys they need your own big party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> like a month-long celebration where you, like, bring out, you know, ladders and sit in it, collect beads. Right. Uh, by the way, it was Monkey Boy, the one that we know that did the uh, music mixing for uh, Jackie Bam Bam. Okay. I texted him. And cool. I, yeah, and, and then even, like, in my drinking days... I was too hungover to go to uh, the yeah. Mummers. On New Year's Day, On New Year's Day. morning. Yep. It was too damn early. Perfect day for it, though. Yeah. I remember years it's been, it was brutally yep. cold. Yep. Uh, so, big success and another win. Yes. Bam Bam, That's which awesome. Is, uh, which is pretty cool. Good for him. Somebody texted impression that the Wolf at Brass Band was there at the Mummers this year as well. Oh, so, we nice. wanted to give those guys a plug. They're great. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, speaking of New Year's, I saw this uh, story, which is kind of interesting. Uh, travelers were flying from uh, Los Angeles to Sydney, Australia, and they ended up uh, being forced to spend New Year's in American Samoa because it was an emergency landing due to engine trouble. Oh, oh oops, we have to land on a, on a, uh, yeah. on a tropical island. For how and long? So, for like a, a day. Huh. So so they uh, they were able to make their most of the detour. They rang in the new year with a booze on the beach. Wow. <laughs> so they had to land and get off the plane, but they were in an island. Yeah. There's a national park there. I believe it's the farthest one away. It's the, one of the hardest ones to get to. It's I, I think it's called the National Park of American Samoa, and um, one of my life goals is to get to all of them. That, I think, is the most challenging just because of how far away it is. So uh, the, that we talked about flying over the ocean uh-huh. and then finding out there was engine problems. Mm, yeah. You know, uh, so distance. They spent the day in Pago, on Pago Pago Island. Yeah, uh, and they completed their journey to Australia. And, they have a good Hooters there. Uh, they uh, well, they actually had McDonald's. Ah. Yeah, so they said they had booze on the beach and McDonald's. Hey, is Hooters closing and rebranding? I think so. I, I read ahead. The JJ's. Really? Wait, yeah. the whole chain? Yeah, they're. Gonna... I'm not sure. I heard I, I, there was just a rumor. I saw a headline, but I didn't read the article, so I'll see if I can do something. Do, yes, they were going to like rebrand. If, and... if your business conference said Hooters today, don't. Okay. Yeah, I yet. saw something that said that that's all hooey. Okay. Hootery. Okay, um, yes, Casey, you're correct. Uh, okay. Hooters dispels rumors that it's shutting down and rebranding, right. so okay. uh, I retract what I just said. <laughs> they are opening up vaginas. <laughs> Different direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. weird. But JJ's. <laughs> Where they wear nothing but camel toe. Uh, yeah. uh, Why did you say your order twice? Yeah. I didn't. Have <laughs> <laughs> some clams. <laughs> yeah, instead of wings, it's clams. Yeah. Uh, God, I never liked Hooters. And I, listen, I'm not beating up on on the chain. I just never dug the food. Uh, I, they, yeah, I was going to say, they're not rebranding their family-style uh-huh. okay food restaurant. Uh, if, I if, will tell you. If I, they had better food, I'd be, I'd be all about that. I am not. 
uh, opposed to their wings. I think their wings are pretty damn good. Too greasy. Yep. That's what I thought, too. But anyhow. They're, they're Jesus doing, own. Aren't yeah. they breaded? The J- uh, JJ's? Yeah. No, not the uh, vaginas is not breaded. <laughs> they're like uh, they, overly breaded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe they're breaded. They That's are. what I they're don't like, like oh, about them. Yeah, they're overly breaded. Where's like, buttholes? What is this? It's out back. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to buttholes. Wait, didn't we do that once we did, before? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to buttholes. <laughs> oh, Steve, somebody texted in that it should be called cooters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cooters. I like it. Uh, speaking of the new year, um, dry January is a thing. Oh, uh, we're doing Again. no spend January. No spend January. I'm yeah. doing both. On booze. I'm doing both. Are you really? Well, yeah, I think I remember no spend January from last year. Talk about I it last it. year, and then Kathy was like, yeah, this is something that's been going on for a while. Well, no, so you I, started? I had been doing it for a while. Yeah, because like, you need like a break. You need to give your, like, my credit card wouldn't swipe anymore. And I your think. liver. Uh, no, my liver definitely needs to cool down a bit. But, um, yeah, the no spending, I love it. I did it um, one year, and I went all the way until April. And uh-huh. it was awesome. Like, okay. to get a credit card bill that is like... So, almost- were you shoplifting? No, oh. I just wasn't... I wasn't... Um, just essentials, yeah. gas, no food, food, you know. Okay. Like, Correct. Don't go out to dinner, you know. Like Nothing, it- no, like, go to Target and go, oh, that would... Remember, we talked about the uh, the gold uh, hand weights that I wanted. They yeah, were yeah. so nice. <laughs> I loved them, and I was like, nope, I'm not spending. There's no need for gold weights. All right, what about <laughs> gift cards that you have been given as a gift, obviously? Not the gift I, cards you know, that you've been, you've been I, stealing. I think we did this um, last year, too. I didn't, I just, no, I didn't use those. Oh, okay. Gift cards would work, though, because they're for a very specific place. Those are loopholes, and yeah. I agree with you. Next to butthole. But part of it is you don't need, like, for me, I... I don't need it. Like nobody needs anything after Christmas. We've we've purchased and and gotten so, all the luxuries. We don't need anything. Not right only now. saving money, but but also just a no more stuff for now. We, don't we, need we stuff. just got a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, and drink the, and you get and you go I'm sober. Gonna, drink. Here's the thing. I'm going to try dry January. All right. Let me ask you. How long it goes? Have you have you was there any drinking for the past couple of days? Oh God, I had a glass <laughs> one last night. I was like, I'm going to go out with a bang. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to double back to the drink. <laughs> here in a second, but um, with the no spend January, what about experiences and things like that? Going to a hockey game or movies? You should or have bought your tickets like last month. Uh, <laughs> um, no, mine is more like shopping. So yeah, no. If we're, if we're going to go items. to like a Sixers game or something, or yeah. dinner, going out to dinner. Uh, so I just had this conversation with with my neighbors because they're doing it as well, uh, and I said we need uh, some right. sort of enjoyment during all of this. I was okay with the going out to dinner. If okay. you have gift cards, it's even better, right? Right, and so. then after no spend January. You do frivolous February, where you uh-huh. just go crazy and buy anything that you want. No, but I'm telling you, when I did it all the way to, to until April, like I'm, I'm definitely doing it for the entire month of January. I'm not shopping for anything, and I'm going to try to extend it as long as I can. I'm with you, Kath. I think it's a, a nice to get that bill in February and not have anything on it. Uh, dry January doesn't start until today, right? I because know. Uh, <laughs> we didn't start, we didn't start yes. working until today, so you yesterday were, doesn't right, count. Doesn't Are you count. doing it? Uh, yeah, yeah, but but it's it, it's the same thing as Kathy. It's okay. just I abuse myself so much right, over right, the holidays yeah. that it's nice to take a break from drinking period um and then yeah the no spend thing like i what i, I april's ambitious kathy but I, for me um president's day weekend if i can make it that yeah, far without yeah. really spending much money i consider that an accomplishment with the dry january maybe i'll give that a shot i surprisingly did not imbibe as much as i normally do over, on the, holidays? Yeah, over the holidays like i'm a i'm a every nighter 
Uh, when, yes. Really? When we're in the, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, the only For night. Vacations. Ironically, the only night that I didn't drink over the holidays, New Year's Eve. Huh. I, 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 and it was because I drank so damn much on the 30th. I went, I went out on the 30th and, and abused my body. And uh, the, the New Year's Eve, I'm like, no, we're staying in. So, uh, But we went out on, on the 30th in the city. I told you guys this last night. It was really nice. It was a, a really cool way for me and my friends to celebrate New Year's Eve and not go out on New Year's Eve. So you did that on purpose? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, went, we went to Amada, an old city, and walked around. The, and it was, a Steve, or, yeah, Steve, you were mentioning earlier that it was like, you know, nice yes. outside this time yes. of year. And so we like walking around the city on the 30th. We got the holiday vibe. Um, without really the mayhem. Enjoyed, without the mayhem. Without the traffic. Without the jacked prices. Yeah. You know, Uber goes through the roof at, at that time mm. of year. So, like, it's just, um, uh, it was a really nice way to sp- celebrate New Year's Eve without actually celebrating New Year's Eve. Is that something you think you'll do every year? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, like, I'm not a New Year's Eve person anymore. Yeah. You know, I, know, I, yeah, I, I don't, don't really care. You're one of the few people I know who actually planned anything for the general time, even. It was, it seemed to be less, um... Participatory this year, at yeah. least by my sphere of well, did you see friends the, and family? The, like some of the fireworks displays in in Philly, there it was oh. really foggy and rainy, yes. and and it's still on off. People right. did yeah. it, but like you couldn't even see across the river on on wow. the thirty first. Crazy! Did you guys happen to see San Antonio? At the stroke of midnight? No. Oh, my gosh. It is. Uh, so you follow Rex Chapman, right? Yeah. He retweeted something. Somebody took a video of, the, of, like of, the a bal- walk? Uh, of a balcony. No, it's not on the Riverwalk. Oh. Uh, and I've been to the Riverwalk, believe it or not. Um, no, it's like a balcony of a, of, a, of a high-rise. I don't know if it's a hotel or apartment building. But they just, it's just a video of them just panning over uh, San Antonio. And it's it's all personal fireworks. Huh. It's all personal stuff. It is it, like none of it was professional. This is New Year's. This is New Year's. Wow. It's uh, Steve. It's amazing. Wow. Like, so much so, I was like, maybe I'll go to San Antonio. <laughs> like, <laughs> has that, that become a thing now? I don't. The, I, I guess so. Yeah? I okay. guess so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he retweeted it's it. Lots of fireworks, January yesterday. Uh, oh, we're looking at uh, it. Check this out. Yeah, uh, that doesn't even look real, to be honest. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm curious if that is legit. That's insane. Yeah. That. I don't think that's real. You don't think that's real? I'm, no. I'm, being, I hope it's I'm real. being a naysayer. I hope it's real. Oh, always saying nay. I'm always saying nay. But that just does I mean, not. You're the cool. say nay kid. <laughs> that does not look legit because all of the fireworks seem to be the, the same, same distance yeah, away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm trying I to see not. if they're like the same, if there's like one that we see <laughs> that's the same. Do you know what I saw, which is pretty impressive? I forget where it was. And I, I have a, it was around this season. I'm, you're led to believe, but you know, the internet lies occasionally. A thousand and one drone display. Did you guys? Did you see no. this? No, but so I have another question. The drones <laughs> go up, Preston. It is a it is a bridge. Hang on. It is a train that goes across the bridge. It's amazing. He got so excited, yeah. but it wasn't over that. It's because he had another question. Yeah. Well, no, because when you said that, it reminded me of something else. But I want to hear about what you're talking about. The level of animations they can pull off That's in the insane. sky Where was with this? these drones. I'm I'm thinking Texas. Okay. But um, and I saw the video. But I mean, the precise. You know, drones will. Like I have a couple of drones. You take your hands off the controls, and they just lock in place. Yeah, and they'll they'll stay. But they launched the thousand and one drones from a football field. They That's went cool. up and basically did the Polar Express in the in the sky. Wow, wow. All right, what was your question? <laughs> did you do your second a day uh, video? Oh yeah, yeah. How did, did you put the you, drones? <laughs> um, because it was something he had said okay. in the very beginning of that like sentence. Video. Video. 
Yes, I did my. Uh, it's it's an app called One SE. One second every day, you take a video and you uh, it edits them all. Together. Is it done? Did you post it? Uh, I haven't posted it. Oh, no. oh okay. do you like the way it came out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It was it was a fair amount of work. Yeah. And when I was done with it, I was like, "Wow, my life's kind of boring." Oh no. <laughs> does it just does it look like a time lapse photo of you just in place? No, you know what? It's it's about ten minutes long. Okay. I'll, I'll find a, a place that that I can host that and, and post it. I guess is there's nothing you know too personal in there that I wouldn't want anybody to see. But uh, we watched it and it was fun. And I, I don't know if I'll do it again. Yeah, uh, I, I did take a video uh, yesterday and the day before just in case I want to do it, but I haven't um, made a decision. And what's the app? One S E. Okay. Uh, so one second every day is what that stands for. There's but, another uh, video you should watch for, uh, from Dad Download. It's this guy who two took a girl cup. <laughs> and this guy took a picture of himself every day since becoming a parent. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, basically. Oh, oh my did God. That. And yeah. what do you yeah, see? Uh, if you guys can find it, uh, Dad Download. There was a cool, uh, with that one second every day, though, I do recommend doing some type of project, some type of long term thing that, that comes out. Um, uh, are we watching this now? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's obviously fake. Yeah. His hair's receding. We, we have to. <laughs> Wait, Preston, I, I told you before break, I did something in one of your one-second videos that I was hoping you would see. I never told you about it. Uh, and I told you to go back and and look, but what uh, was it? Don't Nick, you were it was you and I were like hysterical laughing in the the staff photo that we took. Oh um, my god! Right? Remember? Yes. yes. No. I just gave a little like booby shake in it, and uh, and I I was and waiting was right for you to, to to like maybe see it. And Nick was next to me. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Preston's one second video." <laughs> oh, oh, was this when the entire MMR? Yeah. It's in there. Yeah, but it's so quick. I'll have, I'll have to go back. You have to go really back and see if you oh have it. God. I was right next to him. <laughs> Steve, I felt what was happening. Yeah, and I'm like, and it took me because you know, Kathy yeah. like will surprise you with stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then I was like, oh yeah, all right, I can't wait to see the video of this. Um, but but going back to what I was going to say before, I, I I think it's I think you might enjoy doing some type of a long term project like that and seeing what happens over the course of time. There was a guy I saw this video years ago and. Uh, I think it was for like 30 years. Every New Year's Eve, he just... And it was like at the beginning when camcorders first came yes. out. He just did a, a quick uh, video of him saying, hey, Happy New Year, blah, blah, blah. He did it every year for like 30 years. It's so cool. And watching the 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 human aging process... is disgusting. In that way. Well, it's, it's pretty wild. <laughs> no, it's I know what you're disgusting. saying. Because for, for a long time, nothing happens. And then it starts to... You start to go, wow, okay, we do take a dramatic change... Oh. Uh, during our aging process, it's pretty interesting. There is that series of films, Seven, and then you know, Fourteen, and the, the, the uh, Michael Apted, I believe, is the yeah. director. Uh, I've seen them, and it's wild because they take these same school kids, yeah, you know, and going back, and now they're in their you know sixties and seventies, um, and uh, um, to see them throughout their, I want to, you know, I'm going to be this, I want to be that, and then uh, life goes in different ways. But it is, it's beautiful and touching and inspiring and yeah. sad, all of the things that life is. But check out that one SE uh, uh, app uh, yeah. and, and get started. You can start today and then take it all the way up. I did the, the final video I did for 2023 because I started it on New Year's Eve. Nice. Last year and then we finished it uh, obviously this year. Marissa? I had an idea for one of these um, things. At Christmas time, my nephew, who's three, grabbed my phone and just started taking photos. So the next day I started to arrange 
embrace him. And then I thought, what if I start saving every time he takes my photo, takes my camera, and make like a little book? Of photos yeah. that he's taken, sure. like five or ten years from now. Yeah, like hit him with it. Yeah, <laughs> God, God, my time on this. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that for parents because I mean it's kind of annoying. You get a thousand photos that your kids are all blurry, but it's you know it's life from their eyes. Yeah, and, Marissa, I wanted to ask you. Um, you did the top twelve posts on our Instagram account on, on the President Steve one, yeah. uh, and I guess last year or previous years, top nine was more popular, and, and this year people were posting top twelve. Is there a specific app for that, or is that an Instagram app? Nope, I just made that. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, I literally did some digging and some searching, and those were our top posts. That's so okay. number one was uh, the picture of us and uh, and Bob Saget. Uh, and Bob Saget. Yeah. Oh, wow. What was the negative four? I didn't know. No, that's a guy pooping. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Negative four degrees. Looks like a guy taking a dump. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the actual symbol for negative four degrees looks like somebody bent over (laughs) sitting on a toilet. I forgot about that. Wow. And then a little tribute to Twitch, which is nice, and Mm -hmm. Phil's game. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of sad moments in our... Yeah, well, I mean, looking at looking at Bob Saget, I've forgotten that it was early in January that that happened. Yeah, we haven't done the list of people who died. I didn't. I did not watch uh, the Ryan Seacrest. We we didn't even turn the television on on New Year's Eve, and we we saw. We're like, oh my god, it's thirty seconds of midnight. Let's go outside. We made a bunch of noise. CNN completely missed the moment. Well, I read a headline about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they 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 were because. The earpiece, Don Lemon's earpiece, was going in and out. Oh. And so he's talking, and you can see oh in the small screen the fireworks going off. Oh, my God. The, yeah. We were watching the Miley Cyrus uh, Dolly right, Parton yeah. one, which was really good. And Dolly and Molly, Dolly and Miley were on stage, and Dolly completely forgot. And then, But they had a giant countdown clock, right, right. and all of a sudden Dolly's like, oh, my God, we've got to do the countdown. And it was like at n- nine at that point. You ruined it! <laughs> You're so stupid! When you- Steve, Anderson Cooper was complaining all night. Was he? Yeah, like like him and um, who, who was his co-host? I uh, that. Is it Andy Cohen? Andy yeah, Cohen, yeah, yeah, Andy Cohen. And they were like, every time they would come back on, they would make comments. About the earpieces? Uh, yeah. Just about, like, things that were going wrong. Right. Yeah. Uh, no. That sucks. I um, didn't watch any of it, but <laughs> my daughter had a bunch of her friends over, and they were doing the countdown with the 10, 9, 8. Yeah. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, it's already midnight. Like, <laughs> so, so many people, like, if you're watching on a streaming platform, you were celebrating New Year's of probably about a minute uh, after That's everybody right. else. You got to realize also, but if you take it, the, there are parts of the world that have already celebrated. Yeah. And, you know, so you, you take it whenever you want to do it, you do it. Yeah, well, they the, showed Puerto Rico and them yeah. celebrating before us. Really? Yeah. They're so stupid. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we Nine. did, uh, when the kids were really young, we went bowling and they did a, a ball drop it like, you know, in the in the evening. Seven. <laughs> but it was so funny. It wasn't even like a ball drop it like, okay, it's like six o'clock. It was like 5.53, you know, and they just started, we're just going to start counting back from 10. Mm-hmm. And the kids don't care. They don't know. They kids, they so don't stupid. care. You're <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. Uh, I have a list of some of the celebrities who passed away. Okay. I want to hear some of that. Well, uh, Bob Saget was definitely, I, I think Bob Saget ended uh, up in the, the top of a, n- a number of lists. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm, uh, the saddest moment or, I mean, I'm right. at least way up there. Uh, so this is a shocking this is kind of a scatter. No, we don't have to. We don't have to do this? Ronaldo. That's for chickens. <laughs> That's only for chickens. Chickens yes. only. My bad. My bad. Uh, so let me just, uh, I'm scanning this really long list here. Ronnie Spector. I yes. saw that. Um, who else? Uh, no, I don't want, we don't need the sad, depressing music. Oh, I mean, it's sad. Let's celebrate their life. Yes. Okay. Be positive about their deaths. So God. 
We were sick of you. That's not the right direction. Didn't the Pointer Sisters One of the Pointer Sisters died. died. Yeah. Uh, what just the hell? Over the, uh, Pointina. No. Uh, anyway, Bernard Shaw passed away from uh, CNN. CNN. Uh, let's see. Gaylord Perry, the yes. star pitcher. Um, it, this is our in memoriam. Uh, yeah. Hang on a second. There's a long list, and I'm, and I'm scrolling through a lot of people. Uh, names that I don't recognize. Roger E. Mosley, who was on Magnum P.I. Yes, uh, T.C. Yep. Uh, let's see. Dan McCaffrey from the band Nazareth, the lead singer there. Uh, Sasheen Littlefeather, we talked about her. Um, the Academy Awards. The, the, the Oscars. The Godfather and the Sa- Don Brando. Sally Kellerman. Yes. Oh. The actress. Totally forgot. Mm-hmm. Remember moving violations? Remember how terrible but awesome that movie was? <laughs> you guys remember that at all? Did we lose that this year? No, oh, Sally Keller oh, was right, in that yeah. movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't care for it. <laughs> no. It's a long... Uh, yeah, Howard, Howard Hessman died. Yes, head yeah. of the class in uh, WKRP. That's correct. He was not nice to Nick. Not <laughs> nice at all. He was a child N- at In the fact, time. Nick was doing the happy dance when he heard that Howard Hessman died. You know died. who was nice? He's also dead. Willard Scott. Yes. Yeah. The original yeah. Ronald McDonald. Same place, uh, Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris. Yes, on top Howard of a French prostitute. Not kind. Willard Scott, a uh, very... Very kind. Very nice man. Yeah. Uh, Mikhail Gorbachev died. He um, was living in PA, was he not? I thought he was in Vermont. Same thing. <laughs> Pennsylvania, Vermont. Uh, let's see. Mickey Gilly passed away. The uh, urban cowboy setting, the uh, Gillies Club. Yep. Uh, Clarence Gilliard, we talked about him, the, the actor from Die Hard and um, yes. uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. That was the same guy, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know who that dude is from... In Die Hard, he's oh, the one who's the said, limo driver. The quarterback no, is no, 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 no. Yeah. no, he was a bad guy. Right. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. looking, we found the picture of him. Unlock the vault. Uh, Louise Fletcher, one floor of the cuckoo's next, nest, uh, Nurse Ratchet. Um, let's see, Sonia Eddy, who was on General Hospital. Uh, Didn't really remember her. No, I don't either. So that song is inaccurate. Oh, Tony Dow died from Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> right. And they played Wally. I love Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, it was a great Anything show. Beaver, I love it. Uh, Betty Davis. No. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Betty Davis, the funk singer and second wife of Miles Davis. Okay. I like she died, she died a long time. I'm very old. I'm 253. I've died twice. Twice. Yes. And both times were miserable. <laughs> uh, Robert Cormier says the Heartland actor. I don't, I don't know the Heartland. They um, should put... Um, I, the letter I for important and NSI not so important next okay. to the names. Dave Butts died. <laughs> Dave Butts. Well, yeah. he probably committed suicide. Two-time Super Bowl winner. Uh, he I'm was tired of the Butts jokes. Seventy-two years old. Uh, Tracy Braxton. Remember the Braxton? Yes. Family? Yeah. yeah. Sister of uh, Tony Braxton. It was a cancer. Uh, I believe fifty man. years old. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Mike Bossy, who was in uh, uh, hockey, NHL. Oh, really? Famer. Yeah. I, didn't, I missed that one. Yeah. He was a four-time Stanley Cup winner with the uh, yeah, Islanders. With yeah. the Islanders, yeah, when they were on that run. Uh, let's see here. Like I said, oh, this list is oh, stupid. Here we go. Oh, those were the... Those were the less famous people. Oh, oh my, you found the other one? Yeah. yeah. Those, really these were, those were the other notable deaths. Oh, my God. Uh, Steve, like well. they were following your model. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here I was wondering if I Bob... I really can't remember you. <laughs> I was wondering if Bob Sackett's name 
I'm wasn't, not sure I remember. Wasn't on there. All right, so here we go. All right, now I got the, I got the list. You guys ready? Uh-huh. Now the important... Right. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, now that we've gotten over the not-so-important dead people, people we will really miss. I apologize. <laughs> uh, Fred Ward. Yes. Barbara Walters. Wait a second. How come Tony Dowd... <laughs> He should be in the important Tony list. Should be. I know I this is a, there. There should be a, a list in between. There should be the I for important, and then the NSI for not so important, and, and the, the WNS for we're not sure. Uh, Bar- I was sad to see Barbara Walters passed yeah. away. She, she lived. To, she lived in '93, and, and we had not really heard, life, heard a lot from about her. her. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And did they say what it was? Just age or a boulder? She was lifting. Stop. This, Stop. That's not what they said. She was lifting this thing off. There was a platform. She put a bag down on it. She thought she'd put a proper counterweight. Yeah. And then this boulder started rolling. <laughs> Wow. What, for what reason? I don't know. Oh. They weren't clear on that. Uh, was well, she trying was... to move stuff in her property? Or... No, no, no. It was, she was stealing a ceremonial uh, golden head. I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Like Indiana Jones? Uh, I guess so. Wow. And, and okay. the boulder, it was, you know. Thanks. Yeah. Fortunately, she had a whip and she yeah. was able to. And then she goes around the corner and this. Arrows come out, and there's, like, a Willard Scott skeleton on it. Everywhere. Nick, do you have a real answer for me? Uh, She died at the age of 93 uh, at her home in Manhattan, no cause given. It was just, uh, what, eight days ago, nine days ago? Yeah, the 30th. And Anita Pointer was uh, on New Year's Eve. It was on the 31st. All right. uh, I'm going to go through some others because we had a bunch here. Ivana Trump. Uh, Paul Servino. Great, the great Paul Servino. That he, was Pennsylvania. Yes. He, he lived in the Poconos, yeah. So okay. I always confuse him with Gorbachev. <laughs> Gorbachev was in Moscow. Gorbachev was in what? Goodfellas, wasn't he? He was not. <laughs> no. No. Uh, Liz Sheridan, who was uh, Jerry's mother on Seinfeld. Yes. Uh, Jim Seals of Seals and Croft. Uh, the great Vin Scully passed away. He lived in 94. He had a nice long life. Uh, and then, obviously, Bob Saget, we had mentioned him. Bobby Rydell passed away. Philadelphia legend? Yeah, most definitely. Um, let's see. Taylor Hawkins on that list? Uh, he yeah, should be. I'm, I'm sure he will be. Okay. I'm, I'm working my way up. But, yes, Taylor Hawkins, obviously, was another big loss this year. Uh, Ivan Reitman. Oh, the yeah. great director-writer. Yeah. Sidney Poitier. M- uh, mega legend. Uh, Pele just passed away. Yeah. Been, we had, this is know, clearly the I-list. Right before we left uh, for the break, we had, you know, had news that he was not uh, doing very well. Uh, uh, Nichelle Nichols from Star Trek. Yes, Uhura. Uhura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Newton-John. Very sad. Yeah. Meatloaf passed away this year. Remember that? Double Meatloaf. <laughs> 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 I love Meatloaf. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. All right, wait, which, what are you talking about? The uh, singer and actor. Oh, I was the talking actual about the food stuff. I'm mm-hmm. a massive, by the way, Meatloaf fan. Are you not a fan of, uh, are we talking about the food? The food. Okay. You don't like Meatloaf? I do not. Oh, Preston my God. Jones uh, used to have, yeah. 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 Excellent. Meatloaf. Excellent Meatloaf. Yeah. Casey, I, I don't even, what is Meatloaf? I don't even know what it is. It's I'm a loaf, maybe. I'm not eating it. I'm not eating it. Like I, it I'll tell you what it is. It's, it's, uh, no, I, that was just like kind of, beef, I was just saying. Feeling, okay. Making it a point that it's disgusting. It is. My, slop thrown together. My mom made it. It was no. like tomato based. In the I, form of like bread. What no. the? Oh my. What are you 
is that? God, it's delicious. No idea. It's Wonderful. fantastic. Do you like meatballs, Kev? Uh, yeah. It's, it's almost the same thing. thing. I love meatballs. It's almost the same goddamn thing. It's not thing. the same thing. It is. What it's is like that sauce? That it, is not the same thing. Why did you like go back to Tramp Island? No. There are a few. There, not, <laughs> I agree, Kev. not unlike <laughs> meatballs, they can come in a variety of yeah. different okay. sauces or gravies if you prefer. Quick Gross. question. And I happen to think when it, when it's moist, it's excellent. And yet I even like a drier meatloaf. Mm. And a, the uh, one that you make in your dryer. <laughs> you probably don't like the sweeter, like that that ketchup based. Um, I don't like it. Oh yeah, no. Okay. Well, they, but there there are brown okay with there are brown no. sauces and gravies. That can I go prefer on. the brown meatloaf <laughs> over the tomato. Yes, but either I way, I just I can't I can't do it. Listen, dude, no. two out of three ain't bad. No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Would you like my mom to make everybody meatloaf? Yes. Yes. Really, no. All right. Took raisins right out of Did my mouth. Did she put raisins in it? Uh, not for you, pal. Okay. <laughs> no. She puts Percocet. I, I would love to have some of your... Raisins in it. Mother's you milk. like raisins. Uh, if she would, that'd be fantastic. Right. You know, I never had the meatballs. I was out the day oh, you really? had oh, the meatballs no. with raisins. Yeah. Oh, I have that to the request. All right. So, meatloaf, the also singer. meatballs. Uh, and make me a Panama chair if she Passed away. Uh, Christine McVie, mm-hmm. uh, re- just recently, one. big. Le- I, I watched the uh, the the uh, the dance, the, um, the, the that concert that oh, they did. It's so good! It's so good. Uh, Bob McGrath of uh, Sesame Street. That was sad to see. Well, the one of the absolute original cast members. Yep. Uh, Loretta Lynn, another great. Uh, Ray Liotta passed away. Jerry Lee Lewis. There's several here. Angela Lansbury. Remember all these? She's in. Uh, there's a the, the quick cameo in uh, the Glass Onion. Oh yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. And on Stephen the Zoom call. Yeah. Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. Sondheim yeah. yeah. Ray Liotta yeah. died. Oh, and uh, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> yes, was in that too. Oh yeah. wait, I thought you were saying he died. I was like, what? Oh no, 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 no. Oh. These people are still alive. Oh yeah. God, right. I I was like, wait, no, I missed. Stephen no, no, Sondheim. Ray Liotta died. Oh, he did. Ray Liotta yeah. died. Oh, yeah. God, when? You what happened? We we went on vacation. It was Memorial Day weekend. Okay. So we ended up not talking about it much on the show. Right. I think it was literally like the Friday of Keenan's. It's kind we, of our unofficial. We don't we don't talk about Ray. <laughs> but like no, we wrapped up the Keenan's broadcast, and, and then, then Ray he... Liotta passed away. Yeah, okay. It was the <clears throat> May twenty sixth. Uh, so you had uh, Michael Lang, who was co founder of Woodstock, passed away. Uh, Guy Lafleur, uh, the hockey legend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Naomi Judd. That was yep. That was suicide, Horrible. and she was going through just a nightmarish situation. And it was um, Ashley Judd who discovered her. Uh, William Hurt passed away this year. Remember that? Yes. And the horrible story of Anne, ha- Anne Hage. Yeah. That was just messed up. Driving 90 miles an hour down a residential street, drove into a house. Yep. Um, let's see. Estelle Harris, who played, um, she was on um, Seinfeld. She yep. played George's mother. Right. Mrs. Potato Head in Toy Story. She was the voice there, too. And we, we talked about Taylor Hawkins already. Um who else here? Uh, Gilbert Gottfried passed away this year. Yeah, it was yeah, in April. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not that you want to, you know, you don't want to say, well, who, was, uh, who carried more weight? I remember the Saget thing being gigantic, and the ripple effect from that was just, it was huge. You remember when that, I mean, when that all went down? Oh, yeah. I mean, and the, all these are obviously important. Every every death means something, and, you know, as does every life. But yeah. um, Saget's really hit a lot of people very hard. Uh, of course, Queen Elizabeth died. Right. Uh, and so did Coolio. Coolio, and they were lovers. They had a joint ceremony. Uh, Coolio. And this is the way you make your hair stand up like that. Uh, Robbie Coltrane. Hagrid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Carter, that was a sad one, too. He had <sighs> real problems. Yep. Irene Cara recently died. Yes. Uh, James Gaughan passed away. 
Um, His son, Scott Kahn, has a new show on... Uh, he goes from show to show to show. Uh, Twitch, obviously we talked about that other, uh, earlier. Uh, Peter Bogdanovich, the great direct, director. Yep. Legendary director. Uh, Pope Benedict just passed away yeah. recently. Right. In um, fact, the, the the viewing is still going on, is it not? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, in fact, he's... I think this is the second day of lying in state. <laughs> I know what you're thinking about. <laughs> there is a really poorly figured out picture. The angle is very bad. There's a, a priest, uh, one of uh, uh, standing or cardinal, leaning over to the body, but it looks really bad. What is it? As it in looks what? like he's filleting. Oh yeah, no! Yeah, yeah. The okay. dead pope. It just looks bad, and it's stupid that they let that go out as a official release. Okay. It just looks dumb. I have to see that. Yeah. Um, Kirstie Alley passed away. Yes. That was not that long ago. Uh, and remember, Louis Anderson died in January of last year, too. And in fact, it was just a little while after um, Saget. Saget, yeah, that yeah. was a one, too. Wow. So, uh, anyhow, it's always interesting to take a, a peek back. And it always the... you're always surprised again to hear, oh, yeah. I know. I know. You want uh, some good news? Yeah. Yes. My mom's going to make us meatballs and meatloaf <laughs> for Friday. Yay! Yeah! Wow. For Friday? Yeah, for Friday's show, yeah. Meatballs and meatloaf. Right. All so right. Kathy yeah. can uh, dive in on the meatballs. Oh, uh, raisins or no? I, I mean, I feel like I have to taste them. Everybody right. talks about them. Yeah. Okay. It's got we'll... <laughs> raisins in it. You like raisins. <laughs> and you'll have to try some meatloaf. Yeah. Maybe you'll come around. Okay? You'll love it. It's oh not that it's different disgusting. than meatballs. It's so gross. I love it. Oh I love it's good meatloaf. Yes. I don't even know why anyone would eat it. It's okay. awesome. <laughs> Ever. I'm with you. Maybe what if your cousin started a restaurant called Meatloaf University? <laughs> hey, do you know what? My cousin had to close Meatball. Oh, no, that happened. Oh, it's not accredited. God. I know, I know. Uh, we are very uh, sad about this. Why? It, um, he, well, to, without getting into too much of it, it, you know, investors were involved, and um, you know, they say it takes three to five years to yeah. right. see a restaurant start to profit, and he was just at that oh. part, oh. and his investors were kind of like, ma'am. Oh. Restaurants are tough. It's I know. A Could you do a GoFundMe? A Go so, meatball me? No, you know what? But he, he's looking. Um, he, he's not. He does. He's not closing forever. Food he, truck. Well, that's what oh. we keep bringing up, and there's a lot that goes into actually owning a food yeah. truck and running it, and you know uh, where you need to cook your food and all this kind of stuff. So he is looking for other options. But if there's. Uh, I don't know any investors or, or restaurants out there that want to offer. You're looking advice? For specifically for a meatball venture capitalist, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. By the way, you just you just had a great idea. What? You didn't even realize it. Go go meatball me. <laughs> go meatball me. Yeah. Instead of raising <laughs> yeah, money, raise meatballs. People donate meatballs. meatballs. Oh my god. And you try to raise enough meatballs to we go. meet your goal. <laughs> That's our big next. meet your goal. M E A T. Oh my god. Oh my wow, god. Wow, wow, All right. Wow, wow, no wow. more camp out for hunger. No, we're now doing. <laughs> No more. No. <laughs> we got a new thing. We're doing go meatball. Go meatball, go meatball me. me. Let's see that meeting with full abundance. You guys uh, want to hear a, um, a meatball montage from Rocky? Yes. Oh, okay. please. Yeah. Come on, meatball. Come on. It's all fake meatball. All fake. Last off meatball. Get up, boy. Come on, meatball. No, no, no. I'm not yet. Not for the meatball. has gone absolutely berserk. Oh! Oh! Those aren't from Rocky, are they? They well, said Thunderlips, so that's three, right? I guess so. Who? Oh, was Thunderlips the one saying? In th- number three. Meatball? I don't remember. I don't, just don't remember the term. For the reasons. I don't remember. I, <laughs> I don't remember the term meatball being thrown around. I don't. In I, the Rocky he, movies. Rocky was the first person or the first uh, time I heard Ham and Egger. 
Yes. Yeah. But, uh, all right, well, apparently there it is. Plenty yeah. of meatballs. Uh, I guess we played that on National Meatball Day. By the way, we have a new Daily Rush video for you to check out. It's called Philly's Sexy City Markers. Uh, Kyle put this one together. It says, Philadelphia honors these great and noble gentlemen who also invented free mustache rides and the steam-powered Sibian. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I, 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 watched I haven't seen it yet, but Kyle says that he created a steam-powered Sibian. It's all very impressive. Yeah, all right, yeah. I need to see this. <laughs> Uh, you can be the first to see the newest Daily Rush videos by subscribing to our YouTube channel sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at <laughs> Xfinity.com. Guys doing some good stuff. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. And uh, our buddy Joe Matarese has got some gigs coming up this weekend, so we'll chat with him real quick. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest has got some gigs coming up this weekend. He's going to be in Philly this first weekend of the year. Uh, and he's going to be performing at Punchline Friday and Saturday. A couple shows each night. Please welcome. Do we have music? Oh, yeah. Uh, we have our friend Joe Matarese on the line. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. <laughs> I, hey, Happy New Year, bud. Happy New Year. Did you uh, did you celebrate? Did you go do anything? Did you did you were you performing or did you just stay at home and crochet? Uh, come on, well, well, I worked. I worked. I was in Long Island doing some gigs on New Year's Eve. What is that like? Uh, because to me, I mean, not to me. It's it's the you know biggest party night of the year, and uh, it just seems like people are coming in extra lubricated. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. I don't know if this is a sign that I'm uh, drawing my own, finally, and not a uh, comedian that just gets the random people. But uh, everybody was old, and it was great. (laughs) (laughs) And it was great. That's great. So, like, a lot of cream soda being served and sponge cake and stuff like that. I don't mean I don't mean real old. I mean my age. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, you know. Listen, you're you're still you're still vital. I mean, you do the nostalgic shows. Obviously, we know about the uh, mullets and mixtapes, and you know your 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 sort of multimedia things. They become they they work for you. People enjoy the nostalgia, but you're you 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 don't you don't consider yourself prematurely old, right? I mean, you're vital. Yeah. Well, I think especially that that tour is done. Because I recorded a special on November 12th and got that in the can, so I'm, the, I'm in the rebuilding stage. So what what, so, what, what uh, does that constitute? What are you, are you in the same vein, or you're going in an, an entirely different direction? I think I'm going in the uh, whatever's funny, and it doesn't really matter vein. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since I was locked into a you know a, a tight theme there for yeah. I guess like three years. I kind of look forward to just uh, whatever, you know, and it, it's kind of fun to go on stage and not have a, 
a theme and I can talk about whatever. But you, you always got to give your tour a uh, a title, and, and that's pretty hard because I'm I'm two months into starting new material, so I'm like, huh. So I, I have like two I have two ideas I'm swimming around with. You want me to pitch them? Yeah, please pitch yeah. away. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> one thing that ended up coming out of my mouth on stage uh, was like an ad lib, but I said it'd be funny for a comic that doesn't really have a famous name to to uh, to do a, a tour just called Greatest Hits. Right. Right. <laughs> Because I'm like, how come comedians, like, if you don't know my stuff, yeah. like, it's, it's almost funny that I'm, like, writing a new hour of material every two years. I'm like, you know, I don't think they know my stuff. Like, I could do the greatest hits. And, like, and, and, you know, musicians, you don't ever, I mean, I, sure, they always do the new the new album as their first, like, what, 45 minutes on stage. And then they go into the hits. Well, right. it's it's almost it's almost the antithesis of you you go to see a a band you want to see the hits. If you are a fan of a particular comedian, you want to see the new stuff. Yeah, but what's great about me is it's like I'm a fan to some people, but I'd say more than <laughs> kind of you know making fun of myself, but more than half the crowd. Um, doesn't know my stuff verbatim. They really just don't. I mean, even if they follow me on social media, it's like you're putting different bits up all the time, and everybody's watching so much different comedy online. They don't know your. They don't know your stuff. So, like, because I've been joking around with it, I say it on stage. Okay, I'm going to do my greatest hits right now, and I go into them. It kills. And I'm like, I'm like, why am I not doing what kills? Do you do you, do you do you think simply labeling it as your greatest hits places the onus on the audience to find it that much funnier? I don't know, but when I made fun of it, it gave me an in. You okay, know, okay. like like here was another thing I messed around with with new material, which was like I I, I put I had notes in my back pocket or I had like a literally I bought a I bought a uh, a music stand and I'm like I've seen comedians do this where they got you know a uh, uh, paper on stage like mm-hmm. I even opened for Dennis Miller once and I was impressed that this guy he doesn't even go out and work on his material in advance at little clubs like he literally writes his jokes word for word and goes on stage with a podium like he's a, you know, like he's a, a, a congressman or a, right. a president or something, you know. And uh, his jokes are so well written that they work when he just re- reads them right off the podium and nobody really realizes it because he does a lot of current events and a lot of political humor. So it makes sense that he's got a podium up there. But, like... I was making a joke that, and you guys probably know this because you seem to know everything. <laughs> when, you're a, when you're a morning radio guy, you just know everything. But, uh, Marlon Brando yeah. is known for never memorizing his, his lines in the movies, and he would put cue cards all over the place, right? So it looked like he was looking off, but he was really just looking off to read his next line, right? Mm-hmm. And... Kevin Nealon, this comedian, Kevin Nealon, the great Kevin Nealon from Saturday Night Live, yep. he posted a picture of Brando 
um, James Kahn and Robert Duvall. And Robert Duvall had a cue card literally taped to his chest. Yeah, yeah. From, from the Godfather. So I was using that as a joke. I'm like, well, Brando did it. And I've noticed this about myself. Whenever I have notes, it, it works because I think it makes you not think. Like, oh, I gotta have this all memorized and have it perfect. Well, it's like having it's like having a set, a, 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 a you know, rock band having a set list on the floor, or you know, or, or even the, the the lyrics in and on a teleprompter. It just helps a bit. Yeah, and even like if you see Springsteen, I think Springsteen does that cool little move where he lets people in the audience hold up the cue card of what song they want to hear, right? And then he goes out and collects them all and puts a stack of them on the stage. So every, like, 15 minutes, he pulls something out, and he does it, and, you know, and the crowd's involved in it. So it's like, if the crowd's involved in it, too, that can take you off of the memorization. I, I don't know. But, <laughs> ah, hell. Nah. You know, so what? What? what so, you don't think he's pulling so my, a card that, of a song that he was already planning on playing? No, I, I think no, because it makes it fun. I've seen, I've only seen Springsteen live twice, but sometimes it looks like he's like, okay, do I remember? And he's saying it. Okay, do we remember how this goes? And they kind of figure it out. And and I'm sure he's at the level now where someone hits a button and they put the lyrics on the teleprompter, and next thing you know, he's, you know, he he's sometimes doing a cover of another band, right? You know, but but it works. So. That's the one idea I'm messing around with because you you always see like I've seen Brian Regan. My wife loves Brian Regan, so he's like the one comedian we'll pay and go see when he's performing in a theater near us. She loves him, and he'll come back out at the end and let the audience yell out some greatest hits that they want to hear, and they'll redo the bit right then. That that it is kind of wild when you when you have that where the material is so well known that. People will scream out chunks and and uh, and bits. It's to me, it's um, it's cool on one level, and yet it's um, you know, it's like when we as well. If you want to talk about the correlation with a a musician, you know, play this. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> you know, it, it's like um, there, you want participation, but it can also get in the way of the flow of your show. Yeah, well, I don't. I find that it never gets in the way of my the flow of my show. I think. I think. That that's probably because another thing when you're getting older as a comedian, you just lighten, you lighten up so much. Like, if they're yelling out my bits, I got to be a huge jerk off to get mad at somebody who knows my bit. You know, like, that's a that's a compliment if they're yelling out, like, yeah, right. an old bit from 20 years ago. It's, like, amazing that they remember it. And then the other part of the crowd doesn't know it. And then you do it, and it looks like it was requ- well. It was. It was requested by an audience <laughs> member. It always kills. They yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I've, I've heard Seinfeld talk about this, where he's not a guy that redoes, you know, a new hour every year or every two years. He likes to spend a lot of time and perfect something. Right. And I don't know. Like I've I've I, I've had the opposite happen in my career, where other comedians go. Why are you writing so much new material all the time when you got so much great stuff that you could go on and like get a standing ovation? Like, I, 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 so I started thinking about that. I'm like, well, getting a standing ovation never means it didn't go well. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, right. 
So, Unless they're standing the up to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've been accused of on social media. They're like, you're not. I posted a standing ovation once, a video of it, and they're like, you're not getting a standing ovation. They're standing up to go home. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a matter of seconds that determines a standing ovation and a gentle exit from the theater. <laughs> True. Yes. <laughs> The, uh, so the other thing I was messing around with, and I know Preston would go, oh, that's fun. that's a good one. All right. Which it's because, you know, my one special was called The Poster's Wrong, which was yeah. a subtle reference to me being this mar- m- meticulous type person who always notices every little mistake. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of my new material that I've been writing in the last two months since the special was recorded was about me being meticulous and i have a joke where i say uh if i was a superhero that i my superhero name would be meticulous and i wouldn't have really any superhero powers i would just kind of fly into a situation and like move a candle a quarter of an inch and then fly away (laughs) (laughs) and then everyone's like who is that meticulous (laughs) and it's been something I've been studying, and I'm having trouble making it work because it kind of has a sad place, but a real connection in my life mm-hmm. that a lot of people, a lot of people in my family, have this meticulous thing, right? Is it? Is it uh, are you? Is, are you? Would you? Are you meticulous, or are you um, obsessive compulsive? Yes, that's a lot of OCD. I've been been realizing that uh, it's funny how. Your your serious always can go into comedy if you, if you word it right because it's it's kind of a serious issue that's that's been going on and and I feel like in the last year it's gotten worse and I don't know if, if COVID had anything to do with it but I'm like I annoy the heck out of everybody like especially guys that I hire to like right. say you have a, a contractor come over to your house to do a job I find that. It's normal to find their mistake and, like, call them back and ask them to fix it. But, like, I noticed the mistake so fast that, like, if you could, you know, have a POV of what I'm seeing and how quick I'm seeing what the guy messed up on and the way I'm telling him that he messed up on it, they hate my guts. Like, I'm just like, everybody's starting to slowly hate me. (laughs) But but I'm the opposite where I'm like, I don't want to say anything. So I guess I'm just going to have to live with this hole in my wall for the rest of my life. Yeah, what's the better way? I don't don't want that guy to hate me. Yeah, that's the normal way. I'm the guy that, and I've noticed this because we all deal with each other in text form now. Not, not, not vocally. Like back when I was younger, I'd call them on, you know, on the phone, and we'd be talking. I'd be like, hey, and they could hear that I'm a good guy, right? <laughs> like, I think it comes through in my voice now, even on the radio show. Joe's not a jerk. Like, I, I think you can hear it in my voice. Right. But when I'm, when I'm texting it, oh, my God, am I an asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my wife reads my text back, and she's like, do you even see how you wrote that? And, like, I notice that I get in a lot of these arguments, and uh, I think it's a OCD stinks because you can't you can't tell someone has it. It's not like you you physically look weird or something like that. You don't know, <laughs> and you just think someone's a jerk. 
Yeah, you know, the, it's a disorder. I, I, I mean, I, I get it. I think at a certain point, you're, you're, you know, if you've paid for a job, you, you should get it done the way you want it. You're not saying you're going. Uh, you're not calling them on every little ridiculous thing. I think there's, I think that's fine. But you feel it gets away from you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm just making an observation that of every single person, because you get, you get to this point in your in your careers. With a, I don't know if it's just creative careers where you start to realize, okay, I got to hire people to do all the things. That I'm not good at. So <laughs> yeah. now I have a I have a PR person. I have a social media person. I have somebody that does the website for me. It's like everybody that, and the, if they have to deal with me, I'm <laughs> and every single one of them is being like, "Hey, uh, you're not paying me enough for this much of an annoyance, um, and uh, you want it done <laughs> so fast. Like I'm I'm so if you have no idea what it's like dealing with me when you." Someone films a special, and I I gotta go sit in the edit. Well, we, oh, we sure. remember, we remember the uh, what was the story that uh, there was one light out of place? No, nah, it was it was like it was blinking, <laughs> and it was when we were doing Camp Out for Hunger, and and Joe was on our comedy bill, and he's like, man, that light up there just. Can somebody fix that? Because that's, that's something going And, like, nobody in the place is paying attention to this life. But Joe, it just focused in on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you got ADD on top of it. Yeah. Then you're, you're, you're OCD, and then you have ADD. So the obsessive thing makes you also not be able to concentrate. So you got, like, a double whammy going oh. on. Like, if, mm-hmm. if I have to do a show in a place, like, there's this place in Hartford. I got to go do it in, the, in, like, a month or two. In Hartford, Connecticut, where there's a there's a curtain behind you, but that curtain is just covering a big hole in the brick wall, and behind that hole is like where the busboys go to like throw all the all the yeah. dirty stuff from the restaurant. So you hear like plates and and, and forks <laughs> clanging, and the audience can't hear it. But you can because you're right up against it, and you're just going. I can't. Con- I literally <laughs> can't concentrate, and I'm like, how are these other comedians concentrating? And I realized I have a totally different wired brain. So, so are you are you thinking of you're thinking of making this the theme of, uh, or, or uh, you're looking for a title for your uh, for your show, your tour? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I like the scene title of Meticulous, and it just looks like me as a superhero. I like but that. It's a, neg- it's a Call- negative. It's a, it's a negative trait. It's not a positive. Right. Call the tour. Fix the hole. Fix the hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, but you know what? There's people that will take my side, like what you said. When someone, because that's what the joke comes in on stage where I go, why does it, oh, everybody I hire to do jobs, and I don't know if this is you guys too, I've yet to hire somebody that nails it the first time. They come in, they do the job, and it's great, and they go home, and they pay him, and you pay him, and they're done. Every time, I'm like, no, can you fix that? And they're like, oh, okay. And it's like an obvious one to me. I'm like, like I had a guy, we have a, my wife doesn't mind these mistakes. Like, we had a um, china closet that was my mother-in-law's, one of these ones that goes into the corner of the room, and it's like a built-in into the wall. Right. So the guy installs it, and one leg is touching the hardwood floor, and the other leg is a good inch off the ground. Oh, my God. not even touching the ground. And she's like, it doesn't bother me. I'm like, how does that not bother me? (laughs) Uh, I I, I think I would agree with you. 
Yeah, I would. That would annoy me, especially you, you, all the legs should touch the floor. That's the problem. That? That's the yeah. way they design them so that all the legs touch the floor. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm, and you got to wait till the guy's done because you sit there and you go, do I wait till he's done? And then, because what if he was going to put a wood block under there and right. cough it up and paint it? You know, or wasn't he? I'm just like, all right, I got to wait. And no, my you, wife's done. You you be passive aggressive and you say, "How do you guys always get all the legs to touch the floor?" That's the way less jerky way yeah. of doing it. I like I do. You're just amazed. Well, all right. Well, I've been trying to list the jobs for the stand-up bit of what job can you get away with it taking three times to get it right. I don't know any other jobs where you can keep making mistakes. It's a problem. Like neurosurgery. Yeah. You think you can mess up? <laughs> <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. No. All right. Well, listen, Joe, we got to wrap, brother, but uh, I just want to remind people about your, your gigs this weekend. Punchline. Uh, there's two shows each night, Friday and Saturday, 7.30 and 9.45. Uh, so make sure that you get your, your tickets now to see Joe Matarese. But, um And come out. We should, have, we should have a running theme where... Come to the show and try to figure out what Joe is going to notice in the room. <laughs> yeah, it's like where's Waldo? Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, here's here's to a, a great new year, man. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah. Happy New Year, guys. Happy Appreciate New Year, it. Joe Matarese, guys. Punchline in Philadelphia, seven thirty and nine forty-five. And yes. Joe obviously does a great Rocky, and uh, and he does like cameos and stuff like that. I wonder if I wonder if he actually offers cameos as just Joe Matarese. If anyone, I, it says here he will do them as himself or as Rocky. Okay, if you want to, and he could do Harry Callis too. His yeah. Harry Callis is insanely spot on. Um, so all right, well anyhow, um, what did I want to mention? I did want to mention a couple things. I'm not the mentioner. No, you're not. By the way, so don't throw something like that at me. You're the casual references. Uh, maybe that's it. Preston, um, while you're looking for that, do you mind if I do a shout out real quick? Uh, no. Um, this is for um, Tessa Marie, and the reason I wanted to do it now is because um, she's out of school today. She's going back to school tomorrow. Uh, so it's from Kevin. He's a big Flyers fan, big fan of the Preston and Steve show. And he says, Kathy, that Meatloaf is the best. Oh, that's uh, so this is for Tessa Marie. We want to say, uh, shout out your way. All right. Um, you know what? I'll go ahead and mention this because I, it, it's, it came out uh, over the weekend. And uh, even though this is a little bit late in the show, I did, uh, this could st- lend to a nice conversation. But Rolling Stone uh, magazine updated its 100 greatest singers list. Now, this was 2008 was the last time they did this. Um, so they Okay. Have, uh, yeah. This is the first time they've updated it. From 2000, I think it's the first time they've updated. And it's 200 singers, right? 200 singers, yes. So, so uh, the odds are pretty good you're going to end up on the list. Yeah, well, you know who didn't end up on the list? I, I do. Celine Dion. Is not on the list. Is not on the list. Never of, got a dinner. Uh, greatest singers. Uh, it says 100 greatest singers, but it's actually 200. 200. Yeah. Uh, that is, I think that's an oversight. No matter how you feel about yeah. Celine Dion, she's known for her powerful voice. As a vocalist, the woman is amazing. Yes. You may and not she's... like the songs if if that's not your cup of tea, but she's, you can't, there's no denying she's an amazing singer. Um, and in fact, she sold over 200 million record sales worldwide um, and won a slew of accolades and awards over her five decades in the limelight. Um, and there, is, there, there are no other big surprises in the top ten anyway, um, other than her being snubbed. 
I, there's one in the, in the top ten where I'm like, okay, she's a decent singer, but she's not top ten worthy. And that's, uh, you're going to go through the list, and I'll just... It's Beyonce. I'm sorry. She's a good singer. She's not top ten. I agree. Of all time. I would agree. I don't that. think she has. So the list, as you Dude. go to the the, the the pantheon of the list, um, you know, and there's a new number one, correct? Uh, no, Aretha Franklin has been number one. For, has she? I believe I so. I thought Whitney was one at one point, but uh, that might be uh, incorrect. So it goes Aretha and then Whitney. So it's Let's one, remind one, you one of what two. Whitney sounds like. <laughs> Man, come on. This is Whitney doing her... Celine Dion. I feel you. That is how I know you go on. So here's the deal. When I look at lists of greatest singers, I, I think of vocal quality and ability. Not pyrotechnics, right? Well, just their, their ability, their, their tone, their sound, and their ability, as opposed to maybe their impact in the world of music. Cut and clarity. And that's what, yes. 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 Color, cut, and clarity. No, but um, that's why at number 15, you know, Bob Dylan doesn't make it Mm -mm. to me personally as one of the greatest singers of all time. Great songwriter, great Great. singer, but great performer, but not greatest of all time. No. Vocalist. No one sings. No one sings Bob Dylan better than Bob Dylan. But if if the measure is... Are we talking about a a good singer, someone who could uh, take that instrument and apply it? You know, or is and it, I'll, or is it, are they, is it a great singer simply because they sing their material the best? I, I'd have to see what their qualifications are. I mean, because I'm I'm looking at uh, the first Beatle to make it on here is number twelve, John Lennon, and then you go way down to number twenty six, and it's Paul McCartney. I'd I put, am uh... sorry, no way. And, and you guys know me; I'm a Beatles fanatic. But as far as Tonal quality. I'd put Paul and ability. Job. Paul was way better than, and his range was a way better singer than John Lennon. I now, think John even said that. John's a great singer. Yeah. Or was a great Thank singer. You. Uh, but uh, Thank congratu- you very much. Yes, congratulations. I'm Thank you. A great singer. At least I beat out the guy from Loverboy. Uh, but, uh, oh, Mike Reno? Mike Reno. Uh, but, uh, no, Paul, a better singer. So these Thank lists. You. And this is what these lists do, as you've said I many times. I wipe my ass with these lists. What's that? I wipe my ass with these lists. <laughs> You could do that if I you could. wanted to. Put me up in the 90s. Uh, by the way, Jackie Bam Bam left me a, uh, a Christmas gift, and it is a Time Magazine Paul McCartney. Ah, oh, cool. he's so thoughtful. Which is really cool. I'm on the cover of Time. But, uh, so l- let me give you their their top ten here. So, yeah, Aretha Franklin, number one. Whitney Houston, wait, wait, number wait, two. Wait. We do have numbers, don't we? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I didn't even realize that. <laughs> give me a moment here. Right, we'll are, oh, wait, are, you going, are you starting at one? Yeah. Let's do them in order. It's the most impressive. Number one. Oh, jeez. I do them from 10th. You're going to have to give me one second. Mm. Um, Aretha Franklin is... <laughs> number? Hang on. Uh, Why, I hit the button. Here we go. Okay. Number one. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All, All that, that, that. All worth it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and Whit- now... Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston is number two. Uh, number three. Is Sam Cooke. <laughs> Sam Cooke, a fantastic Great. voice. Great singer. Yeah. All right. But of yes. all time? But yeah, of all time, like, I would personally rank Marvin Gaye above Sam Cooke. Uh, Marvin agree. Gaye? I agree. Yes. I, w- I, I mean, if you're talking about, like, a soul singer, you mm-hmm. know, but that's, uh, you're, you know, it's a, it's, it's a it's, subjective it's, thing. That's why this is what my right. ass with them. Right. <laughs> Marvin Gaye's number 20. Marvin Frank Gaye. Sinatra's number 19. Come I mean, on. come on. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a crooner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, number four uh, is Billie Holiday, the great Billie Holiday. Yes. Now, again, that's... <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. All right, okay. let's go with that. Uh, next oh, number. Oh, Billy. Billy. Uh, Mariah Carey. Okay. Great singer. I put, I yeah. put her way up Four there. Four octave range. Uh, uh, n- number six. Are we doing all the numbers? <laughs> Of course we are. The great Ray Charles. Now, that man was incredible, uh, incapable of singing a sour note. Uh, Number... (laughs) 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 It's going to be a great year. Uh, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Another one of the the infallibles. uh, The Paul Simon, the Grammy tribute to Paul Simon, Mm -hmm. uh, was excellent. Stevie Wonder was out for a number of songs. You know who also did a great job? Um, uh, Dave Matthews. Oh, yeah. Nice. He's, uh, the Graceland stuff. Um, Dave Matthews performed some of that. That's cool. Uh, next number. That's the one that has Beyonce. And I agree with you. I don't you. think she's successful, uh, uh, talented, uh, a great voice. Not top 10 material in my book of all time. Mm-mm. I just, no. I mean, she stinks. No, I, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not, Paul. Easy. You said it. Yeah. I did not. <laughs> you didn't say I that. I did not say that. I think you did. Wait, we're talking about beautiful voices versus good voices, and I have to bring this up. Did you guys see uh, David Bowie perform with Sia? Nick, you watched No, it wasn't it. David Bowie. It was uh, 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 David Byrne. Da- did, they pulled okay. him back from the jazz? David Byrne from David Talking Byrne. Head. Yes. Talking, yes. Great voice. Dear God. Uh, not great on stage with Miley Cyrus. Not great on stage with Sia. Sia has a beautiful voice. Well, she that got, was the Sia's thing. got a great her, voice. Yeah. Her voice was so beautiful. And, and well, then well, the crowd was stunned because the, the, there was a walking corpse on <laughs> Well, that's Sorry, crazy because if you watch Utopia, um, yeah. David Byrne's Utopia, like his voice is beautiful. No, his voice, it really sounded good. There was actually, uh, I think the stage, believe it or not, was kind of slippery. And so there was there were points in this performance where Miley Cyrus was not moving around very much, and then David Byrne, I think, was taking cues from Miley Cyrus and also not moving. I think they had had like a little rainstorm come through or whatever. He he sounds great. He did not uh, <laughs> match dance with her. very well. Oh, all and right. he didn't match with her no. like this beautiful voice, and they, it just was. I was I was hysterical laughing when I heard it. Casey, I I think uh, he's one of those who has a unique voice. Yes, and and, it, and it's it's tonally it's great and everything. But you put it next to like a soul singer, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not going to sound as like great. Marvin Gaye, yeah, no. But yeah. he but he sings David Byrne stuff better than anyone else, yeah, or David Bowie. Uh, so next number, number nine, uh, the great Otis Redding is uh, number nine. Fantastic. Do we have an isolated Otis Redding? Or maybe, no, maybe I'm thinking of Marvin. Gaye. Otis Redding. Marvin. Gaye. No, we had we have a Marvin Gaye heard it through a grapevine, right. which yeah. is just, uh, I mean, it's, it's perfect. It's it's just amazing. Uh, all right, next one is... Number 10! <laughs> Where do we get that? What is that? From Hamilton. Okay. They're all from Hamilton. Yeah. All right. Oh, they all One more time? Number 10! Number 10 uh, is Al Green. Al Green. Yeah, Reverend Al Green. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, and now then we don't have numbers to support these other ones. Uh, Little Richard was 11. Uh, then 12 is John Lennon. Uh, Patsy Cline, 13. Freddie Mercury, number 14. Freddie Mercury, better singer than John Lennon, I think personally. Oh uh, yeah, and I, and I'm now I, I would put Paul above Freddie Mercury though. God's damn right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then number fifteen, Bob Dylan. There's no way, Paul. Paul, there's no way. No. Bob is a better singer it's than like, you. It's like a Gollum. <laughs> Gollum's a singer. You'd kick his ass too. Beat probably. the piss out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm losing track. Was John the top, uh, John Lennon the top rock um, singer on this list? Um, 
let's see here. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Every, everyone else is is an R and B singer up until that point. Well, uh, a little Richard as well. Yeah, rock yeah. and roll for 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 sure. Uh, possibly the uh, uh, you know one of the one of the originators, one of the uh, the people that propelled. Is, what, rock. Where's Elvis on this list? Elvis is number seventeen. So it goes Bob Dylan fifteen, then Prince at sixteen. Uh, and then Elvis at 17. Bob Dylan, a better singer than Elvis Presley? Shut up! So I watched, last night, I watched the that 66 special, yeah. that Elvis special, yeah. as depicted in the Baz Luhrmann film. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I've not. Okay, I straight. happen to love it. Um, you know, we love. I know you're a big Elvis fan as well, and 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 really a lot. The a lot of it is the mythos of Elvis and and the the legend and so on and so forth. But that special is effing phenomenal. Yeah, and um, he, uh, yeah, the dude could sing. Didn't yeah. really write anything. Nope. He per was se. He, he was a vocalist. Yeah. He was a singer. And there are people that are that way. That yeah. have these amazing voices, and that's what they do. They don't write the music, but they can. For whatever reason, they were born with this instrument. It's amazing. So she's like, a like Kathy. No, no, she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh, my God. So we have a clip of David Byrne and Sia uh, singing on uh, New Year's Eve. So let's check this out. Part of that is she's too far back in the mix. She is. He's, he's, he's too up front in the mix. It's not as bad as... Uh, no. I didn't think it was terrible. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so confident. And her, like, beautiful voice. I know, I know. It just does not mesh together. Kathy, did you hear him do Let's Dance, the, the Bowie song yeah, with, yeah. with Miley Cyrus? Yeah. That actually... Was that cool? I thought they did a really good job, but they traded parts. So he wasn't trying to harmonize with Miley Cyrus right. and singing Let's Dance. And and Miley Cyrus is kind of a cool rock chick. I, I, I was watching her. I'm like, I, I might like her a little bit I kind of do, too. Okay. She's yeah. legit. She, club, she's guys. legit. She's friends. She's friends. You know, Taylor Hawkins was a friend of hers. and, and uh, I was impressed. I mean, Metallica. I mean, she on that, she has her, her merit. She really... Has a powerful voice. I mean, when she speaks, I do. I watched over the holiday. Uh, Caroline and I watched the original Willy Wonka, and yeah. when Mike yeah. TV was on, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. on the show all firmly yes. believe it's the same voice of Mike TV and Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Nick, I was also a little like every. She was like she kept calling her Aunt Dolly, and I know they're close enough. But I was like, all right, enough with Aunt Dolly. Yeah, it's her yeah. godmother, I <laughs> guess, and yeah, it was. But it was a good performance. It was good, yeah. Uh, some people are pointing out some other great vocalists uh, like uh, Karen Carpenter, uh, Chris Cornell. Karen um, Carpenter is overlooked often. Oh yeah, just because the music was a little more milk toast than uh, than R and B or rock, but her voice uh, audibly in its quality is. Perfection. So, song for you, Damn which it. is a cover uh, that uh, is one of my favorite songs, and her version of it. Yeah, you're exactly right. 
Where right. was uh, Cornell on the list? Chris Cornell. Uh, I don't know. I didn't okay. print up the whole list, but he, he's got to be on there. Yeah. At, at some point, but yeah. But the big uh, the big thing is. Uh, they left uh, Celine Dion, like, off of the yeah. top 200 altogether. That I mean, seems... Whether you like her or not, fantastic vocalist and, and definitely deserves to be on that list. There she goes. There she, listen to that. Listen to that instrument. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is how I know you go on. Go on. I mean, you, it's like you think it's her. Oh, my God. You know? Wait, that's not her? No. no. Right? Oh, here. Want another mind bender here? <laughs> Wouldn't you think my collection? You're gonna think this is right off the Blu-ray. But I want it's more <laughs> up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun. Listen right here. Wandering free, wish I could be part of that world. <laughs> wow, so the problem now is everyone like if you get a phone call, you're like. What? Why is this person calling me? Let me see what's wrong. Like everyone answers yeah, yeah. now because you usually just yeah you text. don't get to leave messages right, yeah, anymore. Yeah. You're right, or people just don't check. Them so if messages. you see me calling, don't yeah. answer. Don't, I will you not could answer. text and put little musical symbols yeah, yeah. about you. Um, all right. Anyhow, just thought I'd touch on that. And you know what? We should touch on one other thing. Casey handed this to me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna erase this. You're gonna erase oh. it? I'm going to erase it. What? And start over. But we have the results of 2022's Delco versus Buxco competition. (laughs) Oh, boy. And for the first time in a long time, Delaware County claims victory. (laughs) Delaware County won the Delco versus Buxco by County Cup. With 125 points to 100 points. Actually, it's 110. You did award a Bucks Co. Oh, 10 we, points. That's right. At You're the in. Christmas Miracle. Look at that. that that's that's right how the, the champions do it. I was getting emails over the uh, holiday break um, about things that were happening in Bucks County and why they should, should get points. Should get points. I, I forwarded one to Preston, and then there was like all these others. And I thought, oh, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Nah. All right, so I'll start anew today. Oh, we don't, okay, we don't have to. We're good. I have, but you know what? I had an oh, okay. idea. Um, Case because I was driving in Delaware County um, over at some point during the break, and I was like, I came to an intersection. I was like, this is where I was when I left the golf course and was trying to, you know, when we had the contest, and I was trying to get back to the station from wherever you dropped me off in Delaware County, and I recognized the intersection, and like I know it well, but I was coming from a different direction. So when I got to it, oh, that's where where you got confused. You were on air when you got confused. I got like, what? I if you had been facing, if you had come in a different way, you would have instantly recognized. Had I been going to terrain, I would have known where I was. But I, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't. I was coming from some golf course. But anyway, I thought that was so fun. Like, I think it would be cool if we maybe just did that part again. Like, drop off in a certain part of uh, the county. You know, for that case? Uh, yeah. Dude. I'm well, so mad because you that, had an accident. that particular, that particular one, like, I used the sun. Like, I felt like I was a freaking pioneer. Like, I was Lewis and Clark yeah. and the sun. Because I was like, I don't know where the hell I am, but I'm like, the sun's over there, and I need to go south. So I need to keep the sun on my left. And I was like, and I was brilliant. And I hey. got to the turnpike like that. For those then, who may not know what they're talking yeah. about, there was a contest. We placed each of them. Kathy was placed in Delaware County. Casey was placed in Bucks County. They were blindfolded. They didn't know where they were, and they had to make it back to the radio station. Uh, first person to make it back one, and they couldn't use GPS, nothing. Phones. They had to find their yeah. way in and out. And uh, uh, and then, I, because I designed the thing, 
I caught total crap from people that are like, well, you know, the traffic is bad going that way, coming from here, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, Casey, you but got on, was, and there was, a, like, a, a major backup. It was major huge. backup because there was, a like, a spool of cable that had fallen off of a right. tractor it was, trailer. It was, on, it was on the news. It was yeah, really yeah. ridiculous how bad it was. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I should have won this one, but whatever. And I so, so I was leaving it up the interpretation wherein... Because somebody else was driving, right? Or yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It might have been Connor or somebody I who was I, driving. I thought I had Con- or maybe oh, no. you, Connor. I had Rick. Maybe you could have gotten out of the car and uh, gotten off of the highway and run somewhere. And <laughs> Well, you didn't have your phone, I was going to say. But you, you, you had to be resourceful in that particular yeah. contest. You you used the sun. I asked a UPS driver. You huh? could, we, things can be modified. And if we, if we think about it and think about ways that would allow people to... Allow, allow you participants to stay off of the mains during morning rush. Yeah. There that was might... one, uh, like, when we went in a helicopter. Like, I'm so mad because it took me, like, two or three guesses to uh, to guess where I was. I'm like, how did I not... Re- and, 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 so it's, it's... Well, I was over trees, right? Yeah. And, like, just a whole bunch of trees. And it wasn't until I looked down and I saw... Knowlton Swim Club that I knew, I was like, I know Knowlton Swim Club. They had a separate diving well, a separate lane, uh, lap pool, a separate, like, I was like, and that's how I knew exactly well, where As I good was. as you think yeah. you are and as observant, you and you are disoriented. Oh, yeah. It's it's hard. That's why, like, people at, at a scene of a, of a crime, yeah. you know, when they go back and, and recount what they believe they saw, and you know, it's it's hard to process when you're... It was like when I went Not used up to it. To, yeah. With you guys just put me in a helicopter because I was scared of it. This was prior; had nothing to do with Bucksco versus Delco. That's right. And I, I was so well. First of all, I was so nervous, but I was so disoriented and thrown off. I had no clue where I was, and I was right over like the Schuylkill, the Boulevard, uh, like it was all right there. And I'm like, I, I don't know what this is. And the guy that I was flying with wasn't from the area. So I was like, is that the boulevard? He's like, I don't even know I what that know. is. I do not know. No. All right. Well, anyway, maybe we'll do another Boxco versus Delco. Uh, Casey doesn't want to do it. No, we won. I'm good. All right. <laughs> we never, never. are going to take a break. We'll come back in a second and uh, we'll get into the bizarre file when we return. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. All right, we shall proceed with another run of the Bizarre Five. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Five. I brought to you this morning by friends at Pro Team Collision. You, should, you shouldn't be good at getting into an accident, but if you do, your friends at Pro Team Collision are there to help with all of your auto body repair needs, and you can visit ProTeamCollision.com. All right, this story is out of Australia, and apparently in Australia, Woolworths is a grocery store. Oh. Really? Yeah, so a Woolworths shopper has vented their fury after a purchase exploded in their kitchen. Uh, The shopper named Amy shared details of her horrifying discovery after purchasing a watermelon from Woolworths. And it exploded? Yeah, tagging their Facebook page, she wrote, uh, spending hours cleaning up an exploded watermelon was not the way we wanted to spend our Christmas. (laughs) It's the new novelty uh, melons that they have. Yeah, but then they're exploding melons. Uh, So she said, we purchased this watermelon at Woolworths on Christmas Eve with plans to cut it up tomorrow morning. Now Uh, cut it up, Mama! uh, (laughs) 
uh, to enjoy uh, with our extended family. And said, she said, tonight while relaxing in front of the TV, we heard a bang and running water in the kitchen. So we rushed in only to find the watermelon had exploded everywhere. Uh, the watermelon appears to have been rotting away for quite some time. So gases were building up inside of it. Have you seen the uh, the people? I see people put rubber bands around the watermelon, and yeah. eventually it causes yeah. it to explode. Yeah, yeah. It, it's bit by bit. Yeah. It adds more and more pressure onto it. Right. And eventually, it, it kind of explodes, uh, which is uh, pretty cool. But this is a different situation. Uh, this is messed up. An auto worker was killed after a customer thought the worker was stealing their car. Mm-hmm. The incident occurred at the Tires Plus, and officers responded to the call and found an employee of the repaired tire shop with multiple gunshot wounds. Daniel Gordon was just tra- he was transported to the hospital where he died. Detectives say uh, 30-year-old Quadarius McDowell is accused of shooting the victim. McDowell had taken his car to the repair shop for service, and at some point, Gordon started to drive McDowell's car into the parking lot. Right. The suspect thought the employee was trying to steal his car and fired multiple shots from the gun, striking the victim. The notion that it was one of the employees never occurred to him? No. Yeah. And and if someone's stealing your car, you shoot and kill them? I mean, obviously, they're yeah. a bad person. And then but, you ask them what they're doing. And then you ask what they're doing. Uh, McDowell left the business, but officers located and arrested him without incident. Uh, he now faces murder charges uh, wow. in that. Yeah, crazy. Uh, another Australian story. A New York City billionaire, controvers- his controversial New Year's Eve pyrotechnic bonanza at his retreat is believed to have caused a large uh, rural forest fire. Oh, boy. Uh, the blaze is understood to belong to Empire State Reality Trust Chief Executive and President Tony Malkin. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, they own the Empire State Building, by the way. Uh, Malkin's it's very tall. Uh, Malkin's company got clearance from the Overseas Investment Office to buy the $4.5 million property called Redemption Song in 2008. The fireworks went off at midnight. Firefighters were called 10 minutes later. The blaze involved three separate fires burning on steep terrain and came within 15 meters of a house on the property. It was contained by about 2.30 in the morning and burned an estimated uh, 1.2 HA of land. Is that hectares? Or a ha, but yes, hectares. Hectares. Uh, volunteers were there until 7 a.m. An investigation into the site is taking place. Prosecutors in Seattle filed charges this week against a software engineer who's accused of a theft scheme that swiped approximately $300,000 from his employer. Uh, Ermenildo Castro uh, allegedly told detectives he was inspired by the 90s movie Office Space when he devised a plan to divert customer fees from his employer, uh, Zulily.com, into his own bank accounts. Like, he was taking a direct page that from that movie. That looks fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Castro wrote software code that manipulated the online retailer's checkout page to send the shipping fees into his own account. Mm-hmm. Uh, the charges allege that Castro netted $260,000 in stolen shipping fees. Detective said Castro also used his position as a software engineer to manipulate prices on Zulily to purchase approximately $41,000 in merch- merchandise for pennies on the dollar. According to police, the company's cybersecurity staff found a document on Castro's laptop titled Office Space Project. <laughs> Wow, he's really leaving a nice trail. Which outlined Castro's scheme to clean up evidence by manipulating uh, audit logs and disabling alarm logging. 
Uh, the theft began in February, and by March, the company had identified discrepancies in the shipping fees being disca- uh, being charged to customers. If he had watched a different movie, he might have been a Ghostbuster. Yeah. Castro was part of the team assigned to investigate the dis- discrepancies in the shipping fees. Uh, Zulily investigators eventually caught on to Castro's scheme and went to his house, where they found boxes of merchandise piled up outside the front door and driveway. In total, uh, the team said Castro had sent over 1,000 items to his house. And Castro claimed the orders that came to his house were the result of a mistake during a test that he forgot to return the items and did not notify Zulili staff about the orders. When asked why he never returned the items to Zulili, he said that once they fired him, his opinion his opinion was, F them. Ah, <laughs> so, there you go. Oh, all right. Seems That's very credible. His official <laughs> statement. F them. All right, and then one last story, and then we will wrap it up. Two drug trafficking suspects were arrested after calling 911 on themselves during a paranoid episode. It stated that the suspects called 911, or it started when they called 911 around midnight to say that they were being followed. Yes, I see him. He's right in the mirror. Uh, the dispatcher told them to stop at a place called the Hitchin Post. <laughs> And meet with a deputy. You folks up for some hitching? Uh, before they before they got to the gas station, the suspects ran towards the pickup in the middle of the highway. They got out and ran towards the deputy's vehicle in an aggressive manner. Uh, they were ordered to down on the ground at gunpoint and placed in handcuffs. Suspects then told the deputy they had marijuana in their pickup. <laughs> Remember, these are the people that called right, the right, cops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. During the search, deputies found three totes and a suitcase filled with one-pound bags of marijuana. Totes they, my goats. They seized 129 bags. Like, they weren't wow. carrying around oh, just right, a little yeah. bit. They were, they were moving a lot of product. They were arrested for drug trafficking, and according to, sher- according to the sheriff's office, the suspects were high on methamphetamine and having a paranoid episode there as a go. result. There, there you go. go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Uh, today is Tattoos Day. Yay! Make sure that you text the word tattoo to 3933. Because we're going to give away uh, that $350 gift certificate from our friends at Tattoo World. Uh, I'm sorry, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street. So get in on it now. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. 93.3. Don't graduate. No, was, uh, the system was left on automatic here, and it happens from time to time. Uh, I, what I was going to say, I had this whole back oh, you know, Foo Fighters song and everything ready to go. I, sometimes it. I do it, believe it or not, sometimes I do plan on what I'm going to say. Hey, the new system allows you to rewind back a little bit, right? <sighs> yeah, back it up for me, please. Yeah, and I want to hear it. Oh, I thought you were going to... Oh, no, I thought you could rewind the song. No. Oh, no. Uh, no. I can do that. <laughs> That's what I feel like. It just happened. blew up, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Foo Fighters released a, uh, a statement uh, concerning the future of the band and uh, obviously the passing of, of uh, Taylor and what that means to the band. But I'll get to that in music news. Uh, in the meantime, I have a lesson question. <laughs> Hence the graduation. Hence the pomp and circumstance. Uh, we are going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Wings Home Opener, Saturday, January 14th, Wells Fargo Center. If you can Tell answer wingy. this question correctly. All right. <laughs> oh, man. What was Abe Lincoln's wrestling name? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. That's from early this morning, around 640 this morning. Yep. What was Abe Lincoln's wrestling name? A lot of people know he's a professional wrestler. That's yes, right. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer, and we will do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we'll get some stories, and then we'll get the answer to the question. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Brody Jenner announcing he and girlfriend Tia Blanco are expecting. Grandma to be Caitlyn Jenner is reporting. Reportedly already begun knitting a crib. <laughs> oh! the, the View's Joy Behar paid tribute to Barbara Walters during a lengthy interview last week. Behar called Walters one of the two great women she's been honored to call friend, with the other being Betsy Ross. Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. And finally, <laughs> recidivist liar congressman-elect George Santos is being called to task again for claiming his mother died in the World Trade Center during the 9-11 attacks. Santos says he was completely misunderstood, and his mother died in an international house of pancakes after eating 9 to 11 snacks. (laughs) (laughs) I will see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, What was Abe Lincoln's? Abraham Lincoln's. Wrestling name, 215-263-WMMR, and we'll go to Rob, see if we can get an answer. Hey, Rob, how you doing, buddy? Yo, how you doing? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Happy Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, so do me a favor. Tell me, what was Abe Lincoln's wrestling name? The Nut Buster. The Nut Buster. (laughs) That is correct, Rob. Hang on. Got yourself a four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Wings home opener Saturday, January 14th, Wells Fargo Center. And you you can be there for all the hard-hitting lacrosse action and affordable family fun. You can get your tickets now at wingslax.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right. Few stories to pass along. We'll we'll start with the the story that I teased just a moment ago. Foo Fighters say that they will continue as a different band going forward following the death of Taylor Hawkins. So they've obviously waited to make any statements about the future of the band, and they took that uh, New Year's Eve as a, a point to to do that. Uh, so they had took social media to share a heartfelt message about the challenges of 2022 and offer a glimpse into what the future may hold for the group. It said, as we say goodbye to the most difficult and tragic year that our band has ever known, we are reminded of how thankful we are for the people that we love and cherish the most and for the loved ones who are no longer with us. Foo Fighters were formed 27 years ago uh, to represent the healing power of music and a continuation of life. And for the past 27 years, our fans built a worldwide community, a devoted support system that has helped us get uh, all get through the darkest of times together a place to share our joy and our pain, our hopes and fears, and to join in a chorus of life together through music. Without Taylor, uh, we never would have become the band that we were. And without Taylor, we know that we're going to be a different band going forward. I wonder if that will constitute a name change. 
I don't think so. Mm. Uh, the band continued saying, uh, we also know that you, the fans, meant as much to Taylor as he meant to you. And we know that uh, when we see you again, and we will soon, uh, he'll be there in spirit with us, uh, with all of us every night. So I think that saying, you know, we're being a different band is, is a way to say we're going to continue on. And right. We won't be the same. We're going to do the best we can. Right. Uh, and listen, there have been many bands that, that have gone forward when a... Um, a pivotal member of the group. Uh, well, they did. Dies. He, he did. Why? Yeah. Kurt Cobain. Well, I mean, it didn't con- yeah. continue on with Nirvana. Sure, right, yeah. Uh, but there are other bands that have had a, a uh, you know a, an important figure in the band die, and they they go along and they True. continue on. It's not a uh, slight. I, I, yeah, I don't see it as as being negative towards no. the person who passed. So, uh, but that was the official fact, statement. You probably honor that, especially uh, yeah, Taylor Hawkins would want things to come to a grinding halt. Right. Uh, Queen guitarist Brian May is now a sir. May, who also has a doctorate in astrophysics and is an animal welfare advocate, received a knighthood Friday as part of the UK's annual New Year's Honors List. Uh, The the Queen guitarist who was honored for services to music and charity said that he hopes the knighthood will give him, quote, a little bit more clout. He said, maybe a few more people will listen to me than would otherwise, you know, if it's Sir Brian on the phone. Uh, He said uh, he was among hundreds of artists, community leaders. Lord Buster Rhymes. And uh, athletes. Uh, who were recognized on the first such list to be signed off by King Charles III. Mm. Uh, has campaigned against badger culling and fox hunting through an animal welfare group that he founded in 2010 named Save Me after the 1980 Queen song. It's an absolute travesty what's happening to the badger population. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any uh, badgers being culled, it's a brutal process. Uh, some animals... You be familiar with the badger of noble beast. Some... Can be ridden like a horse. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you'll kill it, but <laughs> <laughs> then you can ride it. Uh, some <laughs> animals he's rescued over the years were released onto his land, by the way. Uh, he said in a statement, I felt for a long time that uh, we had this false idea that humans are the only important species on the planet. And here comes the badgers. And I don't think an alien visitor would view it that way. I Where think- are all the badgers? <laughs> we were told, it says here in the brochure, visit Earth, lots of badgers. There's a brochure? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's got to be if you're an inter- intergalactic uh, vacationer. So he said, how do they plan their vacation? He said, I don't think an alien visitor would view it that way. I think every species and every individual has a right to a decent life and a decent death. That's He's right. Of, he said, that's kind of where I come from. We have an audio clip of Brian May. Talking here. about badgers? Talking about a new perfume that smells like badger. Uh, this was during his visit? No. Or maybe just a clip. I don't really know. Let her, let her rip. We Let's got two different clips of Brian May talking about badgers. Well, he was in our studio. We did talk about his animal rescue, yeah. or his animal, um, not rescue, but well, yeah, I guess so. Uh, working with uh, the, you know, the because people were killing badgers for sport. And right. For no other reason than that. And it's uh, horrible. All right. So here, here, let's see. Perfume smells like badger. That's David Byrne. That yeah. is David Byrne. Smell Yeah, that's the video. That's what we played earlier. I know. I know. This uh, is not my beautiful badger. Right. Let's try it again. <laughs> 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 I 
This is like a practice show, right? You'll be surprised. The real one will seem much more professional. Yeah, we're getting this one out of the way. No, you're just a badger. Start for real. Don't look like a fox. All right, I think this is real this time. He was kind enough to give us a number of perfumes, which all had labels and secret markings on, and he said, you know. Tell us what you think. And me and Anita, my wife, got into it and spent quite a while wondering how we felt. And we, we agreed eventually on one particular perfume. Okay. All right. Doesn't even measure badger okay. once. Not, no. There's no badgers measure. It's implied. <laughs> All right. And then this is another clip. Him talking about the plight of the badger. Okay. We're not doing very well with badgers because the government is uh, sanctioning a, a huge badger cull. Thousands of badgers mm. have been killed. What the badgers have been accused of is being a reservoir of infection for, for cattle. But in fact, it's the other way around. The badgers are infected, but it's it's only because they're in the vicinity of cows and the disease has to be conquered within the herd. Uh, Wasn't there a... Uh, <coughs> was plight it? of the badger... <laughs> <coughs> Wasn't there a uh, uh, badger, 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 badger? There was like a song. There is a like song that. called Badger, and as a matter of fact, we have that as well. Oh, we do? Yep. B-A-D-G-E-R. For the people is... who brought you rack em. All right, badger song. Wait, i got to make sure that this is actually... All right, go ahead. Badger, badger, badger. Yeah. Mushroom, mushroom. Yeah, all right. Is this Queen? No, but it was when... A bunch of songs were coming out like that. Right, the gerbil song. And yeah. the apple pen or pineapple pen. or Do you remember that one? Oh, Casey? yeah, and apple yeah. pen. Yeah. Pineapple, apple pen. <laughs> it was just like people were putting stupid yeah. words together and you making videos apple. out of them. This was you Mr. Weeble. Pen. The Badger song was Mr. Weeble. Mr. Weeble. And then it trans- transitioned into a snake song. <clears throat> okay. Uh, all right, what else we have here? Uh, by the way, knights are addressed as sir <laughs> or... Yeah, like that, too. Uh, knights are addressed as sir or dame following their name, and it also means that May's wife of 22 years, Anita Dobson, may use the title of Lady May. Wow. And he said That's she's... a rock name. He said she's thrilled to bits. He said, yes, she's very happy about that. Yes. The badger's sopping wet. Lady <laughs> Lady Anita will be enjoy, enjoying <laughs> Did you say her badger? Her badger's sopping wet. That's how he says across the pond. You might use another animal. Hoping to get some badger tonight. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Fanny. Fanny's the way they say that, too. <laughs> All right, so anyhow, uh, he said, it's a thrill to me to be able to kind of uh, confer that on her. It makes me feel proud that she gets an honor besides me because God knows I wouldn't be here without her. So that's cool. Uh, here was a... Um, uh, an email I got from somebody, and I did see this story, and somebody wanted me to mention this. Uh, he said, uh, uh, this is from uh, John Cantwell. He says, hey, Preston and gang, uh, happy New Year's to all of you and your family. I emailed you a few times as your favorite West Coast listener, and I'm happy to say that I sent this email while popping inside Monco, um, where I am once again living. Hmm. Oh, no, he says, pooping inside Monco. <laughs> Where, where I'm living once again. It said, I didn't hit the 80,000 streaming minutes this year, but I streamed you guys for a respectable 76,000 minutes on wow. Spotify. Wow, we appreciate he says, it. He says, anyway, the drummer for my favorite band, Modest Mouse, Jeremiah Green, yeah. 45 years old, passed away on New Year's Eve. And I think terrible. he deserves recognition in the entertainment report. Uh, although not rock and roll, Pierre would tell you it's all rock music, and I would love if you gave Jeremiah the recognition that he deserves. 
Uh, thank you and happy new year to all you guys and gals uh, from your families. Love to all. So, my rock is actually I rock. I'm not a, um, I'm not uh, a modest mouse guy. They're all darlings. Yeah, I just know of them. So, but I was, uh, you know, not happy to see that news at no. all. Uh, I, and I didn't see the details of how he passed away. What was the yeah, other song that they had that was kind of big? The Ocean Breathes Salty. Yeah, that's a great song. And that, I'm kind of like you, Preston. I know this one and The Ocean Breathes Salty, and that's about it. But um, they're both great songs. Uh, so, yeah, 45 years old, Jeremiah Green. That's uh, sad news. Uh, the band Fallout Boy sent out a cryptic letter to fans seizing their return to new music in an email entitled A Homeboy's Life. Uh, the band revealed, we spent the last year jamming ideas in a tiny room, and I can't wait to share them with you. Uh, the band added, thanks for always sticking around. Thanks for working the beat. Spoiler alert, we got more than a gold watch coming to you next year. Mm. So they're starting to tease the fact they have music coming out. Uh, let's see. And then the final story is, Billy Idol will be honored with the first star of 2023 on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And it's happening on Thursday. Uh, guest speakers will include Henry Rollins. Oh, very cool. And artist and skateboarder Shepard Ferry. Uh, the event will take place. How about Adam Sandler? At, uh, yeah, you're right. That'd be perfect. Uh, 6212 Hollywood Boulevard in front of uh, Amoeba Records and will be streamed live exclusively on walkoffame.com. According to the announcement... Idol, whose star is the 2743rd on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, will be awarded his star in the category of recording. Is the musician Hall of Fame, is that in Nashville? Oh, well, or is there know. is there another stretch? There's a Songwriters Hall of Fame, and I think that's in Nashville. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce has hosted the... A Walk of Fame, I should say. Uh, famed Hollywood Walk of Fame since 1960, with the honorees selected by a committee of their peers... Uh, sponsors fund the star, the ceremony, and the maintenance of the legendary attraction. And uh, the Walk of Fame is free to all. To learn more, you can find your favorite stars at walkoffame.com. That's pretty cool. So, good for him. Yeah. If there is one. There's a Musician's Hall of Fame in, in Nashville. Oh. Uh, it is closed until Monday for oh, damn it. renovations. Damn it. Um, and you... putting in that churro stand. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'm done with that. Yeah. Churros? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's going to improve the place. Cinnamon goodness. Yeah. yeah. A little, little vanilla ice cream with a churro is a heavenly thing. Yeah, you don't like churros? It's just not worth it. Not that I don't like it. It's not worth it. You'd rather get a different dessert. She'd rather have meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, meatloaf and churros. It's Meaning you just don't think, you think they're a little overrated or they, they're, uh, you don't like, like It's calories? not worth the calories for me to eat them. They're oh, they're man. good. They're decent, but I wouldn't. They're warm. Like you I'd should have save it for something else. an Indigo Girls type band with you and another woman and you call yourself meatloaf, meatloaf and churros. Meatloaf, meatloaf. meatloaf and churros. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thanks for coming. We are Meatloaf and Churros. (laughs) We invite you to enjoy your espresso while we serenade you with songs about just being. (laughs) We would have more of a negative vibe, though, I feel like. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Best best place to get a churro? What do you think? Around here? Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Costco? Costco, Costco, I guess. I don't know. What? Yeah. What kind of a question is that? (laughs) Don't you get them at like a fair? (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. Like hotel concierge. (laughs) We might one find an exquisite churro in this city. We get them at Costco. Okay. They're really good. A great one at the L.A. Zoo one time. Yeah. I got a great one at at, uh, Great Adventure. Okay. Yeah. Mm, And I've never gotten like a cuisine 
You know, like I've never gone to like Ama de Cuba or uh, Cuba Libre or wanna, anything like that. Or Elvez. Ama de Cuba has a really good uh, chocolate cigar dessert. It's, uh, it comes out shaped like a cigar, but it's chocolate. Fries. Chocolate. Wow. <laughs> it's really good. Fries. Cafe <laughs> sounds like a turn. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. I. I uh, case they. They generally aren't served for. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, I'm sure there are places that have used a dessert. And here's our restaurant gal, Marissa. <laughs> uh, I have two for you, Casey. Uh, Cantina La Martina in Kensington has a churro dessert. They're a little bite-sized can, uh, with, Ooh. like, dippy sauce. Okay. And then there is a place called El Mercury. It has two spots. It's on 21st and Chestnut. And then in the Reading Terminal Market, they serve a churro, like, folded over in a loop and put it in ice cream. Oh, okay. that sounds yeah. excellent. Yummy. Worth it. Excellent. Well, there you Can go. Can your mom make that as well, Nick? Yeah, I'll ask her. <laughs> Texting her now. All right, that's it in music news. That's it in churro news. We have a break to take. We're going to come back in a moment. It's a new segment on the show, churro news. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll get the latter day word of the week, and uh, Sarah's in for Pierre today. We'll be right back. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Blink 182. Smashing Pumpkins. Bowl Beat. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Morning and welcome to the day. If you haven't been outside yet, it's pretty damn mild. It's going up to 60 degrees today, going up to 65 tomorrow. You might see a little... Body shower from time to time, but I think we can handle that, but damn comfortable. Uh, even, I mean, Friday, the high is 48, so that's not crazy cold. I mean, we had the that little stretch of three, four days. It was brutally cold. Yeah, yeah. this is the absolute opposite. Yep, and I'm sure we're not totally done with that type of thing, but uh, this is a really, really nice break, so enjoy. Uh, thank you to Joe Matteris for being on the show hey, this morning. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Joe is performing at Punchline Friday and Saturday, so we checked in with him, and uh, he's excited about all that good stuff. Oh, and also, today is Tattoos Day. That means we have a winner and a name to announce. We'd like to congratulate Patrick Miller of Norristown. Patrick just picked up a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, they're located on South Street, South Street, 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. And if you want to check out their artwork samples, you can visit floatingworldtattoos.com or uh, check them out on Instagram at floatingworldtattoos. So very good. And congratulations to you, Patrick. Uh, Sarah Parker is Yay! here. Hey, Hi. hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the Baba Tutaba Tuba Papadu Gaka Baba. And you nail it every time. Ah, you nail can it. Can I go home now? Welcome yeah. back. Yeah, if you want to. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank Pierre's you. off just today? Correct. Okay. He is back tomorrow. All right. I believe. Did he, uh, uh, did he leave the area? Did he go to, uh, do we know if he went to Tahoe? No, you he, know what? I'm not sure. He was yeah. out in the city um, at a different time than I was. We were texting, but he went out right. to celebrate uh, New Year's Eve in the city. So, yeah, he was <laughs> local. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Yes. Everyone have a good restful break. Um, yeah, yes. actually, restful is a good uh, a good way to put that. I got plenty. You of didn't. <laughs> no, I was here. I live here. I li- you... But you know what? It's great. I really love spending the holidays at MMR because everyone's just like in a good mood. The listeners are in a good mood. It was cool. There's no one here in the building, so I yeah. get left alone. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's awesome. Uh, I was really excited driving in to hear that Kathy and Nick are now Miley Cyrus fans. Yeah. <laughs> because I was literally That's screaming great. at my radio like, yeah, 
I've been telling you, she's great. So, finally. I forgot about that. You yes, love I her. love her so much. Did you watch the New Year's Eve special? I did, yeah. It was really good. Loved it. Yeah. And loved Dolly, too. Yeah. Nice. National treasure. Is there a name for Miley Cyrus fans? Does she have like a like a, a throng? Mylians. Mylians? For Miles. Mylians, yeah. No. <laughs> we'll think about it. All the right. Mylenials. Well, <laughs> there you go. We need to get the letter of the day. You got it? Yes. Here we go. Ben Studio on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. Biden, the President's Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... T, as in Taylor Hawkins, because Casey pointed out that I am wearing the shirt today. Very good. And uh, don't forget, we're giving away a pair of lawn passes for the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion Summer Concert Season 2023. Lawn Pass is going to give fans guaranteed access to over 30 of this summer's most incredible concerts. And they're on sale now, by the way, while supplies last at lawnpass.livenation.com. By the way, Miley's fandom are called Smilers. Smilers. I don't know why. Like Miley, Smiley. Smiley. Yeah, I guess That's so. how she got that name. Uh, because, uh, and Dolly explained this in the special the other night, uh, everybody would say that she's smiling at me when she was a little girl. And her, her given name is not Miley Cyrus. So it became a nickname because it sounded like she was smiling at everybody. And then it just became she was smiling at everybody. And then she became Miley because she smiled so much. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where do they get Miley from smiling? Well, she, uh, she would say, they're miling at me. They're miling at me. Oh, she as a kid. She, right. When she was a little, Just a little kid thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so that stuck. And so Billy Ray Cyrus, her dad, started calling her Miley because she was miling all the time. All right. That's kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like that. Count me among the smilers. All right. What, what do you got coming on today, Smiley? Work- <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Workforce blocks at noon include Foo Fighters, Skinner, and the Black Keys. I've got a gift card to give away for Woodstock Trading Company. It's also Double Shot Tuesday, so you can text your request to 39333. And it's also uh, John Paul Jones' birthday, so yes. we're going to have to sneak some Led Zeppelin in there at some point. Love it. All right. Hang out with Sarah today. Why don't you? I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Shows, brought to you today. By Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and also by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan tomorrow. Uh, being a Wednesday already, we'll be doing Fox Good Day. We'll have a secret text word. And we have a, a couple who got engaged at the Sixers game. Yeah, it became uh, a bit of a story. Us. Yeah, yes. And so uh, people were sort of trashing him over social media. And he started clapping back. And it became a bit of a, a buzz story. So they're going to be stopping by tomorrow morning. All right. Very good. Yeah, that's uh, Chris and Jackie. Right. And uh, she's a, she's a, one of the dancers. Sixers dancer. She's yeah. not a singer. Oh, she's no. a singer? No, no, she's a dancer. Oh, okay. No, she was a dancer. Jinx, oh my God! <laughs> Stop. 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 Stop.